Let's yeah. pretend we have the let's watch a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> let's watch a Disney Channel movie. <laughs> let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie. Yeah! Did my room just fucking echo? <laughs> All I heard was. Hey, 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 I think hey, you hey, have hey. metal. Like, is it going off some metal like those things? Hello. I think the ringing comes from that. I think we need to get that out of here. Get all the metal out of your room, including this shelf. So <laughs> the screen. Can, so we can record. Look properly. at how fucked this screen is. I'm sorry. Oh, I have another T-shirt I do. Okay, cool. It's kind of rock related. Okay, so um. I hope, I hope we are recording well. Yeah, we're, we're rolling. good. Everyone, welcome to episode 70 of this podcast. My name is Sarah. 70? 70? Uh, Hold on, unnamed guest who we haven't introduced yet. Yeah, Kat. My name is Sarah. I'm Joanne. This is Joanne. I'm John Wayne. I don't know. Other Lady Gacy? Gaga songs. Um, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know her. John. Wait, no, who's John Wayne Gacy? That's the murderer. He's the killer. Okay. He's the clown. Okay, so... Um, right? He's the clown guy? I don't know. I think you should know more than that. I think he's the clown guy. I think he killed kids. So, yes, like I said, this is episode 70. Um, this, is our, this is our summer of sequels. We're summer talking... Of sequels. Not every week is a sequel, but these first two weeks have been. Or they'll be summer-based. Sure. You want to know something scary about my room right now? We all would love to know. Um, sometimes birds <laughs> like to land on the little branches outside of it, and they'll peck at the, like, the like his flies get stuck in my, like, the... Do you think it's because you're appropriating their culture? Yeah. They want L- it. Literally, there's, so, a, like, a painting of branches over here. There's right literally the so many twigs. There's a tw- there's twigs right behind the so, laptop. So they can see. What is this? A little offensive, don't you think, for these to be indoors? I've seen his dorm room. I know what's in there. Yeah. Anyways, Except this is my bedroom. We're talking about oh, Camp Rock. We're talking about Camp Rock Two, the final jam today. The actual final jam. The final final jam. Because there wasn't a third goal. Uh, and that voice you keep hearing, even though we told her not to talk yet, um, and she keeps talking, <laughs> is that of Lisa Johnson. Wow, amazing. Golf claps, everyone. Hi, Welcome guys. back, Lisa. <laughs> I'm so happy. Going? Not only is I'm the movie well. a sequel, but Lisa's also a sequel as a recurring guest. She's been here quite a few times. If anything, she needs to stop coming yeah. back. I, that's true. Was I not here for Camp Rock? Last episode. Oh no, you were. And I, I, I listened. I kind of like skipped through um, to revisit that episode just to feel the vibe. And oh boy, did we have some things to say? We got uh, very mad about certain things. There was a team Caitlyn, team Mitchy argument. Who's Caitlyn? Allison Stoner's character. Oh, <laughs> why does it keep Anyways. asking? Okay, well, um, we can go ahead and jump right into the movie. Are we all ready to go? We all have our notes ready to roll? I'm crying. I have mine. <laughs> okay, and let's go. So first, let's get into... Uh... Wait, 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 I'm sorry. Can I interrupt you really quick, Sarah? No. How how are you doing? 
We I didn't we haven't talked about your week. How's your week? Oh, I mean Oh yeah, we haven't caught up with each other. Oh. We're skipping crucial parts of this podcast. Oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. I haven't seen Juan all week. Uh have I haven't talked to you in a little bit. Um I don't know. I've just been busy. I've been working. Yeah, she has a job. Um Yes. That's really it. I've just been sleeping and working and sleeping and working. Watched Camp Rock 2 twice for this podcast. Didn't have to, but I decided to watch it again this morning, because why not? You chose to live. Um, is that good enough for you? What have you been doing? <laughs> okay. Uh, nothing. Just, you know, working. I got back into town. I went and visited my hometown for, like, two days. Oh, that's right. You you told me you were going. Are you from Milwaukee? Where are you from? <sighs> Oklahoma, but you have always gotten that confused with Milwaukee for some reason. So I thought it was Minnesota. It's the it's the LK sounds. Oklahoma, Milwaukee, Oklahoma, Milwaukee. If you have an accent, it's Milwaukee. Like like when people pronounce water, water, water. Yeah, can it have some water? Like when they have like that thick Boston accent. Philly's own water ice. Oh God, water, water. Wurder, Wurder. Okay. Oh wow. Juan, what have you been up to? Um, crying, being unemployed, redoing my resume, mm-hmm. which I need you to check after this podcast because <laughs> I need you to refine all the mistakes that I made. Okay. I want to read um, it. Yeah, send it. Oh, I'll send way. it to you. I'll send it send after. Send it to I everyone it. who <laughs> tweets at you. Um, everyone can check his his resume. I'll make a yeah. I'll make a tweet later. Be like, does anyone want to review my resume? Um. Photoshop really needs to add a, like, spell check option because she's dangerous. Mm. I tried to use Google Docs and I immediately thought it was ugly and chose not to do it. Possible, possible. Okay, um, well... Today's also a really special day. Sorry, I have to say it. Happy birthday, Sarah. I love you. Oh my god, it's Sarah's fucking birthday, everyone. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Feliz cumpleaños a Sarah. Feliz cumpleaños a ti. Yay, golf claps. Wow. Oh. De nada. Um, what was I going to say? I oh. love Coco. Oh, okay, <laughs> I love wait, Coco. Wait, wait. I'm not going to get into Coco it too much, but I watched Coco and I was not oh, as yeah, impressed she, as I wanted to be. You can go me, to hell. She told me this. Well, I think it's probably because you heard us speak so highly of it. Yeah. Oh, is it that shit where you were hyped up so much that it kind of oh, disappointed at the end? You watched it on Netflix, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you waited that long, and it's not like your fault. No. You don't want to spend that coin. No, I get um, it. That happened to me with Frozen. Everyone was like, Frozen's amazing. And then the second yeah. I watched it, I was like, this is garbage. Yeah. yeah. I get that. If you hear too I much, then I, it's like, uh. If I had the atmosphere of the movie theater, like, right when it came out, I think I would have really liked it. The energy of the Hispanic culture seeping through. Oh my through. god! When yeah, when we saw it in theaters, it was um, it was filled, and this woman was trying to save like an entire row of seats, and an uh, uh, employee had to come in and say, "You can't do that, ma'am." And she had blankets and everything. She's like, "No, they're coming." I don't get people that show up to the movies with blankets. I'm sorry, that's a lot. Have you ever done it before? No. no. You should and experience it, and bring half a watermelon like I usually do. Also. What the smell- fuck? Smuggling in chocolate chip pancakes from IHOP is the single greatest thing to do. <laughs> and that's all. That's all I have. I've only I've only brought in like candy and things like that. I want to bring snacks. in a whole rotisserie chicken. 
I've I had heard a friend of who that. brought in Five Guys. It's like a Five Guys. Or burger. just like a full on like Burger King meal. Or like with burritos. The with the crown. You put the crown on in the middle of the movie. I do want to say, yes, it's my birthday, but more importantly, it is the anniversary of the hit Disney Channel film, Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior. Wow. I do share my birthday with that film. Every uh, time I like it's been yell, 12 years. I hear the it's been 12 years since that came out. So, um, but also relative to what so the movie's older than you. What we're talking about? Today, no, it came out in 2006. <laughs> You're actually 12 year olds. Like what? Um, <laughs> but also, um, speaking of anniversaries, it's great that so we're recording this on Saturday, and then this will this episode will go up on Monday. But tw- uh, 20th, which is on Wednesday, that is the anniversary of the first Camp Rock movie. Oh, New Rock. It'll actually be the 10-year anniversary of Camp Rock. On, wow, it's 10-yeared. Wow. It's 10 years. That's what that means. Um, of, this, of this, the final jam, Camp Rock. No, the first Camp Rock, because it came out in 2008. Oh, on yeah. June 20th. So it'll be the 10th anniversary of this one. This okay. one, which we'll talk about in a minute, came out in 2010. Okay. But, but so this is just a week of Camp Rock, you know? We rock Camp Rock. We're going to build a bonfire and throw all our personal documents in it that we want to burn. Okay, so Camp Rock 2, The Final Jam, is uh, a 2010 Disney Channel original movie. Uh, It's the sequel to Camp Rock, which, like we said, came out in 2008. Uh, This one came out on September 3rd, 2010. So, you know, in 2020, we'll all be celebrating this one, too. You know? Uh, Okay, but, like, no lie, when I was... For the longest time, I thought tenured meant you were employed for ten years. Wow. Or, like, you've been around for 10 years. Because yeah. I thought it was 10-yeared. Mm-hmm. Not, it's not add, like, its own separate word. It really just means you can get away with Lisa's whatever fucking the face at you that want. Moment just I had a, so I had a professor at ASU that was 10-yeared, and we all hated him, and even someone else in... The department was A like, different department, like a sister department, you could say, also hated him, and he was like, I can't do anything about him because he's 10-yeared, but just know I hate him, too. So, Fun! Who is it? Name him. Um, name drop, name drop, name drop. drop. It, why? I don't go oh, anymore. No. Yeah, that's true. Maybe one he day, wasn't a good teacher. What if it, one day you're writing for a hit I show and he's like, don't hire this He's bitch. not a... F- he's Okay, let me tell you something. I won't name names. But he is not in the film department at ASU. He's in the film and media studies department. Which means he is a loser. He's in the FMS <laughs> department. Which is different from actually like. So is it like film history? Like this is how a camera was made. You might say that's what we learned in that class. Great, perfect. You might say that was the title of that class. <laughs> film history one hundred and two. I think it was film history. I think it was just called film one hundred and one. It, it was a film history. It was just he was a tenured professor teaching a one hundred and one class. It was introduction to oh, yeah. film, film one hundred and one. Uh, his book. That he wrote has on the cover. It's uh, the movie Sin City. The book is awful. He, uh, it's a class of like two hundred people, and then at the end of the class, he and the only grades in it are participation. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, your midterm paper and your final paper, um, and the participation is whether or not you think you raised your hand enough and talked in class. When he only has. A few people talk each class because there's 200 kids in each class. And then whenever you would go down um, to talk to him after class, and it would be like 6 o'clock by the time we got out, he would say, like, I have to go eat dinner. 
So I have to go oh. eat dinner. Hated that guy. Um, and his name was Professor Layman. So. <gasps> I don't know his I don't know his first name. Layman, more like layman. Anyways. Got him. Um So Camp Rock 2, the <laughs> movie um uh has two of the um writers from the first movie, Karen Gist and Regina Hicks came back um, and then a new writer named Dan No. Berendinson, uh who also worked on Hannah Montana the movie and Wizards of Waverly Place the movie. Uh, and also worked on the show Sabrina the Teenage Witch. The animated so one, or? No, the, uh, Melissa John Hart. Yeah. That one. Um, it was directed by. Paul Hohen. It was directed by our boy Paul Hohen. Yes, God. Directs a bunch of classic, not classic, but like newer age. No. Good deep. Let's not leave Like, iconic is the best word to put him in. Let's just leave it uh, like that. If you need a little reminder, he directed such decoms as, obviously, Camp Rock 2, The Cheetah Girls One World, Dad Napped, um, Jump In, Read It and Weep, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off, You Wish, True Confessions, wait. Luck of the Irish. Yeah, Luck of the Irish, sorry. Um... The 13th year. He also worked on a bunch of other shows. He worked on Jurassic Park. He was also the director and executive producer of the Disney Channel series um, Jonas, which starred the Jonas Brothers, obviously. Great. Um, and he also works on Andy Mack, uh, the current Disney Channel show. Directed the upcoming musical episode of Raven's Home. What? Musical um, episodes throw me off a lot. Anyways, so he, he's done a lot of stuff. Other decoms, too. Anyways, um... Let's see. Trivia for this movie is, if I recall, it's just about Kevin and his birdhouse, but let's make sure we double check. He was actually sad when it broke. Um, Chloe Bridges, who plays Dana in the film, that's Nick Jonas's love interest, uh, was up for the part of Mitchie in the first Camp Rock, but that role obviously went to Demi Lovato. Um, this mark, this movie marks Demi Lovato's, wait, hang on a second. No, I guess that makes sense. This movie marks Demi Lovato's second on-screen kiss. Where was the third one? I have, or the first one? I have no idea. Princess Protection Island. Program, baby. She kissed the princess. Did she kiss Selena? Oh, yeah. I guess there was no love. Girl kiss. No. I do... N- well, I'll talk about this when we get to that scene. Um, Camp Back Down was shot the last night of the whole movie. 1,500 lucky fans were invited to be extras in the Camp Stars scene. Cool. Wish I was there. Uh, Kevin Jonas once received 43 birdhouses in one day from Camp Rock fans. Ew! Because that was his whole storyline for these movies was that he wanted a birdhouse. And he never got it. Alright, well let's go ahead and... Wait, was that guitar a birdhouse? Yes. I noticed that when I watched it this morning. I said, there's a hole in the back. It's what? A I thought it was like a fake guitar, but that makes sense that it's a birdhouse. Complete his arc. Alright, let's get into our notes. Remember, if you have something you want me to clip later, I can put it in. Just let me know. Got it. Let's go. Why don't you start us off, Juan? How does the movie start out? Um, so, the movie starts off with... Um, wait, what? I don't even know what my movie says. I Well, some great B-roll. Oh, yeah, there's just B-roll and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. My whole thought... My whole thought at the beginning of this of this whole like thing was just, what if this camp was just like about rocks, like a geology? Like camp? it was just called Camp, camp Geo, but like Camp Rock. And it was like 
Igni- the igneous cabin. Yeah. The sedimentary cabin. Like, just imagine being like, oh my god, I love going to Camp Rock, and it's just, like, an old prospecting, like, miners' camp, or, like, kids are put into manual labor. Geocaching. They're just fucking smashing rocks and shit. Um, also, there's some weird, like, inspirational, kind of, like, patriotic-sounding music. Yeah. It reminded me of, like, the opening to Cadet Kelly a little bit. Yeah. Or, like, Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off a little bit. Like, very much, like... Things might happen in this movie, you know? Sure, yeah. yeah. And things did. And things, things did happen. happen in this movie. Um, Right off the bat, we have Mitchie and her mom. They're back. They're back. The dad isn't, though. Dad is nowhere to be found in this movie. He's out of the picture. Never at all. And also, you know what? I don't miss him. I felt like the mom and the uncle had a weird relationship going on. And we've, I, I think did. we talked about that. They're well, not- it's more, it's very apparent in this one. I do want to talk about that coming yeah, up. Sorry. Um, but Mitchie and her mom, um, first of all, they're driving like this, like Vanagon, like her catering truck got an upgrade. Like, like her suddenly sedan. It's, it's not a big truck anymore. It's like a Volkswagen bus. That's With, the like, catering truck now. Yeah. Sub- and it's like teal. Mm-hmm. I didn't pay attention to this she, car. You, you know what? She has a budget this year. Um, wow. Maybe she should have saved it because you know what? The camp's going to need it. That's true, but it's not her job to save the camp. Whoa, there's a bug in here. There's a mis- <laughs> it's a it's a fly. It's still, it scared me. It's big. Um, right off the bat, it. so let's recall um, at the end of the first movie, Demi or not Demi, Mitchie didn't win uh, the recording demo or whatever. Peggy slash Margaret did. Peggy slash Margaret, because um, we don't know her name. <laughs> I don't even think they say it once in this movie. No, they don't. Nope. She's, and then in the credits, it's still, or at least on Wikipedia, it still says, like, Margaret Peggy Dupree. That's when did so- she announce herself as Peggy? That was the first movie. I think, I don't remember which was her real name, which was the nickname. Or which one, or what she, they're both fake. Are they twins? Peggy is her nickname. Peggy is her nickname. Peggy's her stage name. Peggy is what, like, Tess called her? Like Hannah Montana. Oh, God, I don't know. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, um, so she won the final jam, and she was going to get the demo. Um, we didn't hear anything about that at all in this Yeah. Movie. It never comes up again. Her, she's. We never say her name in this movie. We just see her saying hi in a bunch of scenes mm. and teaching one class, but she's, like, not the big deal that she should be. No, because she's not talent. Um, I have some shit about that that we'll come to later. And then also, um, at the end of the first one, Demi, sorry, I just keep thinking. Just <laughs> call her Demi. Demi. Can we just call them Kemi? Kemi? <laughs> That's what you said in the last episode. Kemi? No, when we did the Camp Rock one, remember you were like, can we just call the Jonas Brothers by their names? Yeah, Kemi, please. I don't know any of their stage names before this okay, one. Okay, well, we're not even there yet. Hang on. Mitchie and Shane uh, were, like, into each other at the end, but obviously they were leaving for summer, so, like, nothing was going to happen. Summer loving is a lie. And then we get to this one, and we find out that, like, they've been emailing all summer, and Who mom is- fuck email chains? And it was the mom is- It was eight. It was 2008. They also, have phones? But they all have flip phones, like Motorola razors. Oh, I love that. When they all call in at the end, oh, they're yeah. just, like- that's calling, calling in. in. And then what kind of phone opens up sideways? Um, but the mom is already kind of worried that Mitchie's like getting her hopes up too much with Shane. She's like, he might not even be here this summer. And she's like, like no, I know he. Know if he was gonna be there, 
if you've been contacting him all summer, wouldn't she have known? Like, yeah. Does the uh, mom remind anyone of like her, the same character as like Wizard's mom? Just straight up like, just like a good mom. Yeah, a good worried mom. Um. Well, also, or or did Shane maybe want to surprise her? Is that what he was doing? I think he was just trying to beat her there. Yeah, get there first. It was weird. But you'd think that she would have been like, are you going to be at camp? Send my AOL email. <laughs> like, I, Yeah, like... Let me clock up my landline. You think she would be pissed if she went all the way there and she's like, okay, thought you were going to be here, but guess not. I well, mean, I wouldn't because I'm like, I'm still at this camp. Mm. Yeah. Um, Don't go places for boys. I want to put a clip in here. Well... The theme of this episode. Fucking wise words. Don't do shit for boys. Um, the uh, the, I want to put a clip in here right when they notice the camp star sign as they're driving up to the camp, and it's the most dramatic music. Nothing can make me lose my. What is that? Did somebody open another camp? It's like, Mitchie's just talking like, ha ha. Is it and like then that it goes, evil guitar riff? Like, it's, it's just like really dark, and she goes, "What is that?" And I'm like. <laughs> What is going on? It's just a sign. Y'all got a new sign. <laughs> There's a new camp. No big deal. Uh, big deal. And then we see Allison Stone, Allison Stoner's character, Caitlin, when they get to the camp. Um, and we see Ella, which is the dumb one who's suddenly into fashion. That's She's been into fashion, I thought. No, in the first movie, she was just singing. And now suddenly she's like, I'm going to be the costume department. Also, why does this camp that's music-based have a costuming department just, like, specifically, that like, too. wardrobe? Go to fashion school. You know? Um, and we also see Peggy, or whatever her name is, and Tess. Tess, who just, like, appears out of the corner. Like, the camera There's no one for her to be seen, and then all of a sudden she just fucking manifests. And she said, doesn't look like to see me, bitch. Know, me, know about my summer or something, and everyone's like, you're right, we you're don't. Right. Right. We thought you died. We thought. Wait, wasn't her thing like she has like a stage mom? That her, was like her big thing in the first her, one. She didn't get enough attention from her mom. Her mom was like a pop star or whatever, and never paid enough attention to her. Oh, that was her thing. Which we never hear. I mean, she mentions her mom once in this movie, but really? Uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Um, but yeah, and Tess is still sort of a bitch, but isn't like a total bitch, apparently. I thought she was gonna be like, nice, and like, Mm -mm. I'm gonna help you beat Camp Star. Yeah, so we should mention, this is your first time you watched it. Yeah, I've never seen this. I only know the cheese song. That's right. Uh, And I, for the the first time, saw it, um, I want to say like the summer after freshman year or before freshman year of college. Like, I didn't watch it when it came out. It was late. I watched it on Netflix. Okay. Lisa, were you there for the premiere? I don't think I was there for the premiere, but I think I saw it before college. Okay. She went to the concert. <laughs> the Camp Rock tour. I got um, um. Anyways, yeah, so Tess, she's like, what's up with you and Shane? And Mitchie's like, I don't know. She's like, what do you mean? And everyone's like, we know what you mean. She's and like, then boys somebody, are bad at somebody communicating. No, you guys are obsessed, or something like that. And oh, I'm like what? <laughs> it was Keely or whatever her name is. No, Kenny. I saw it. That's <laughs> no one's name. Oh, um, <laughs> Kelly. When I watched, <laughs> stay with us. Okay, stay with us. Um, when I watched it again this morning, I noticed that when, um, yeah, Mitchie says, like, you guys are obsessed, and they're like, ha, 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 no, and then she goes, ha, ha, really, you are. Nothing is going on. That's a total lie. You guys are obsessed. <laughs> 
No, seriously. Like, it's just stops. <laughs> and then she, like, talks about a song that she has, which she sings in a minute. Okay, bitch, what song? The one line? She's like, that's exactly. all I got. Yes. She only sang, like, five words from that song, and everyone's like, we love then, it. This is so good. I know, I know. She's like, I wrote that down. I'm like, I love it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And I'm like, they hate it. And then she hears that that random boy playing guitar outside, and she's like, that fits perfectly. Like, oh I, I gotta sing with this guy. This whole thing got real fucking crazy real fast. This is where we should mention that right from this scene on is where we realize this movie is different. In that it's kind of like the Cheetah Girls one and two, where the first movie the is, songs kind of make sense the way they're incorporated. Yeah, they're motivated because they're all like performance in front of an audience, and then in the second one, like in the Cheetah Girls, suddenly they were like strutting around Barcelona singing, and somehow there's just music everywhere. Yeah, and so this one is starting off with Brand New Day. It's that same thing. It's like, oh, now we're doing a ton of dancing. Like, they got a choreographer for this movie. Kenny Ortega showed up for a quick second. It's not Kenny Ortega. Todrick it was, Hall was like, No, her I'm last name this. is McCoy. I remember that. Mitchie that McCoy? Is. I don't remember. I'll check what her name was. Mitchie um, McCoy. No, Juan. <laughs> um, wait, wait. Before we get into Brand New Day, because I think we, we really need to talk about that, we see okay. the brothers out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my God, yes. Oh, yeah, wait. That's, that's okay. That's coming up. Uh, no, it's, it already it's right here. I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes. I said Paul Hohen. Can okay. So connect three. The bus is broken down. Lisa, would you like to talk about it? I would love to talk about this. So we see we see Shane trying to fix a tire for God mm-hmm. knows what reason, and then the other man who was driving the bus is just kind of sitting down and not like we don't see him ever again until he watches the bus fall off a cliff, and all you see is his face go, "Whoa!" I'm sorry. <laughs> the disrespect. Exactly. Because that man okay. is none other than Big Rob, a.k.a. the Jonas Brothers security guard. Wait, Big okay, Rob who died? Fine. Big Rob recently? No, that's Big Bob. Big Black. That's Big Black. Oh, sorry. Big Rob is the Jonas Brothers security <laughs> guard. In, um, that music video with them? Bounce? No. That video? Not, oh, not- he, might be in, he might be in Burning Up. Burning Up. He's in Burning Up, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, very famous. I'm sure he has a Twitter account. Go follow him, everyone. Big Rob. Um, yeah, I'm going to find that right now. Keep going. <laughs> Big Rob. <laughs> Keep going. I'm so My favorite to- thing is just like this bus tipping over was so dramatic. And I'm like, wow, Christopher Nolan really directed this movie. I want to know how they did that. That was the most. They really just. I swear. That's, oh, no. 100%. That's, that's, that's where their budget went. That that's bus. the most expensive thing, thing Disney Channel has ever shot. It was insane. It didn't look fake either. I think it, it looks. No. Real- no, they highly they got a bus, they got gutted a bus. it, and like tipped it over, mm-hmm. and then, well, they got a bus, wrapped it in the Jonas Brothers' face, which cost more money, and then they pushed it off a mountain, and then they had to go grab it out of there. Yeah, that's insane. They com- I, what was I the point of that, did. anyways? Was it worth it for him to come in on a farm truck with on a, a tractor with some chickens? Let me take a ride on my big green tractor. What? What? I'm just trying to find the choreographer and she's not showing up. I found Rob, though. Give a slowdown on Rob. 80,000 followers? Holy smoke. Wow. Ellen DeGeneres follows him. Of course she does. Okay. She's a fan. Everybody pay attention. Everybody go follow at Big Rob is for real. The number four? (laughs) No. No, it's spelled, all spelled out. 
I'm gonna um, right now. By the way, the so the choreographer is a man. My bad. It's Rosero McCoy, and he worked. He also worked on uh, the first Step Up movie. <gasps> oh shit! They brought in the big guns. Um, Step up. Also, in the whole Connect Three scene, I said Kevin is good at playing the idiot. I feel like I said that in the first movie. Do you as well. think they gave him lines, or were they just like, you know what, just ad lib <laughs> the whole thing, just fucking whatever you feel, go for it. Well, he's in this, in these movies, and in the show Jonas, he was always the stupid one. Which like, is funny because I think I feel like he has his life more together than the other two. Well, he is the oldest, yeah. And then Nick is always the one that's like bitchy, smarter, and like like doesn't want to do what the other two are doing. He doesn't want to, like, embarrass himself or look like an idiot. Because he can't communicate his feelings. Um, They definitely all have their little, like, shtick. Jonas, Joe Jonas, I don't know, his hair, I guess. Um, His eyebrows, that's his thing. um, His thick caterpillar eyebrows. I said that the bus falling over the cliff was foreshadowing for Shane's love life. What? (laughs) That's a stretch. I thought it was completely pointless. I can hear okay, the good. Um, Okay, so now we get to Brand New Day, which starts out with Mitchie singing, and then she runs, and everyone joins in. Everyone's got their dance. I remember this dance from the commercials. Yep. It's great. Great song. Her little um, shimmy move that she does throughout the whole song still blows my mind. I don't know how she Shimmy, 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 go what you got. Is that how it goes? No, no that's later. That's It's On. Oh. I don't know how they do that either. Oh my god, some great specific dance moves we can call out a little later, especially in Camp Back Down, and you yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about, Lisa. Is um, it the whole well, stomp the yard moment? <laughs> well, that too, but hold on. Um, let's see. My next... I literally wrote, Demi Lovato is a goddess. She came to sing in this movie. I, put, yeah. I feel yes, like she Paramore. stepped it up. I literally oh, yeah. said that exact thing, that Demi stepped it up in this movie. They all stepped it up. She dyed her hair and got rid of those bangs and said, I came here to play. I her, came here to sing. I came here to dance. Her thing that I don't, I just don't like her full mouth smile. How dare you? All right. Did it you just, say this in the first Camp Rock episode too? Because I was really <laughs> offended. I, <laughs> I hate that. I don't, her full I don't mouth smile is beautiful. Better. Her full mouth smile, but with her big eyes when they're fully open. Those are her eyes. Be nice. them to see. We all love her. She's a queer icon. Don't be mean. I said, what a goddamn star. Like, I, you can't complain about anything. She's she so does. good in this. And this was probably around the time that she was, like, going through some shit, too. Mm-hmm. And she's coming here and giving everything she's got, and she's Respect. doing amazing. Ah! This movie broke her. I know Demi listens to the podcast, so she can call us anytime. She's our friend. Um, wait, what else did we say here? Okay, and then I said, oh no, Brown is still here. So Brown is a character again in this movie. Who's Brown? The the British guy. I hate when I have to be uncool. Oh, White Crow. <laughs> yes. Um, but the woman who also like owned the camp or ran the camp isn't there. D? No idea. What there was a woman in the first one? <laughs> She was only on the stage one time and like announced announced the Jonas Brothers when they first got there. Also, the and then she left. Band name Connect Three. I'm just now understanding is based off of Connect Four, the board game. And I think of course that's it hilarious. Is. What? Um, by the way, they clear up any question of 
are they all brothers? Are they all nephews of Brown? They clear it up because Brown says, my nephews. Plural. Yes. Uh, Points to all of them as they drive up. Did we argue about that before? We did last time. But a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people, like, even on Twitter, they're like, what, like, are they all brothers? Because they just announced them by their names. Because originally, yeah. yeah, they just said Shane, Jason, Nate, and then he really only called Shane his nephew. Mm-hmm. Like, the other Shane two didn't is, exist. Is his favorite throughout the whole thing. So. I don't know why, because he's the worst one. Yeah. Nick has the talent more than both of all the other ones. Um, let's see. So, Brown announces that there's a new camp, um... And he's not bitter about it. Yeah, across the, why, across why the pond. Is going, why is he going to so much detail to the campers? Like, he goes into who runs it, what's, like, going on between them. Because he's a petty, he's a petty boy. They're both petty boys. Also, I thought they were brothers, so when the other guy spoke English and not have an accent, I was like, what kind of bullshit? This reminds me of Cheaper Brother Dozen 2, if you all recall. Also oh, starring cool. Allison Stoner, where they're at their... Their cabin on the lake, and then Eugene Levy's family is over on the other side of the lake, and it's like, this side's more fun! Oh no. What was that? You okay? Yeah, Did sorry. Did your yeah. full laptop fall over? Um, anyways, so yeah, uh, Camp Star is happening across the pond, and Tess is like, Axel Turner's there? I wanna go. Who so in the world is that? Should I go turn off the yes. AC? Um, and then let's Hold see, yeah, Connect 3 gets there. Fucking whale sounds. I'm so sorry. I thought we were going to be professional today. For you. It's okay. I understand. Sarah, hey. What's up, man? Hello. I'm, I'm trying to load your Snapchat. Oh, good. Sarah? I don't know how to turn it off. You've turned it off before. Take a hammer to the thing. I hope you keep all this in. Hello. Oh, sure. We'll keep it all in. Okay, so wait. What? It it, no, it should in a little bit. Okay. Um. Okay. Oh, so then a bunch of stuff falls from the sky. Yes. <laughs> Some little. I do have a clip of this. It's when, so it's like marshmallows. It's it's more stuff all falling from the sky. Oh my god, are we talking about the Hunger Games scene? <laughs> yes. Everyone is um, happy about it, too. Wait, why did I write Vietnam? Oh, it just... <laughs> <laughs> because when they go, we're under attack, it sounds like they're in the Vietnam War or something. It was like gunshots going off when they shot those things up. No, my favorite thing, when they all came back, when like all the things... There we go. When they all dropped, was like everyone was like, "What's in the box? What's in the basket?" Basically, I was gonna say, "What's in the box?" Is it this? Yeah! One? <laughs> it's when that one guy, what's his name? It's like he's either Xander or the other guy. I don't know what, but like they're like, "This one has marshmallows. This one has chocolates." And then he's like, he "Graham crackers." Graham crackers. That was the funniest. No, but with the accent, with that accent, Graham crackers. And I'm like, "What? Graham crackers." Oh, God. I definitely immediately said that needs to be a clip. Um, in case we didn't mention it. So Axel Turner, the who's running Camp Star, is the ex-bandmate of Brown. Brown and his band kicked him out a long time ago. Because he's a dick. Um, let's see. I'm trying to figure out that guy's name. Who? Not, not Luke. Graham Cracker Boy. Baron. And then the other guy is Sander. Not Xander, but Sander. Baron and Sander? What are these names? 
Um, okay. If you name a kid Baron, that just sounds like he's going to be a villain later in life. Anyways, so um, everyone wants to go to this bonfire that Camp Star has invited them to. And Brown's like, no, 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 I don't think we should do this. But everyone's like, screw you, Brown. And they all want to go, even though they should be listening to him. To this fake-ass bonfire with no fire. Yes, to this bonfire. Oh, no, wait, sorry, there is fire. With fire on stage, performed in a song in a minute. Did they make um, any s'mores at all when they were there? No! no they, they just had drank hot chocolate. hot chocolate. Yes. Um, also, we get introduced to the bonus Jonas. Uh, you see the, the one with the camera? Yes, the little video camera boy in this movie is played by Frankie Jonas. I don't know that if he has kid, a... That kid is a twerp. <laughs> Wait, <he laughs> that kid can choke. He threw that camera in the lake and blamed it on Kevin, and I'm still a little bitter about that. I would have done the same thing. Oh, his in the credits, his, it says Junior Rocker Trevor, but I never heard that name at all. Wait, at what's all. his photo? What does he look like now? He's wearing... He looks angsty and bald. It's, it's a black and white photo. He's 18 now. Wow. Or will be turning 18. He looks nothing like his brothers. Hold it. Hold it still. Huh. Huh. Hmm, interesting. Um, Why do none of them look the same? He looks like Doug in human form. (gasps) He does! Oh my god. That's interesting. I never want that movie to happen. (laughs) It is now. Um, What was I going to say? So yeah, bonus Jonas Boy, his whole plot line is with Kevin. Because everyone has a love interest except for Kevin. It's him and the kids. It's him and the birdhouse. Him and the birdhouse. Um, we have Nate, which is Nick Jonas's character, um, who doesn't want to be at this bonfire until this girl calls him a pouty boy, which I will clip. Hey, pouty boy. You better hurry. The bonfire's about to start. Um, Wait, what? The girl from Camp Star, Dana. Oh, I got it. She walks up and she's like, she says something, something pouty boy. The bonfire's about to start. And then he's like, okay, I'll say. But I just thought that was a gross thing to call someone. She is a gross person. So. She reminded me, first of all, I realized she was on a show that I watched as a kid, and my mom also watched with me, called Freddie, starring Freddie Prince Jr. It was a sitcom on ABC. She was the main little girl. Anyways, this actress, especially in the scene where she was, um, where they were by the canoe, and she was like, I wrote your name on my wrist. That was yeah. weird. <laughs> and that scene, she reminded me of Anne Hathaway. Like the I, way she I wrote that down! I wrote that down! Yes! It's not oh, just me. Yeah, the way her what? mouth moves and her voice, just the way she talks, she, she has yeah. a very Anne Hathaway... You think she was like... She has an Anne Hathaway about her. I put, I put, maybe they should... I have to go. Diaries in a really awful way and star her. Because she would, she would do this. A spinoff movie? Yeah. Where she's like the little sister or yes. niece or something. I don't like her. If they did a spinoff movie, it would have to be Abigail Breslin is now the princess because of what Mia said to her in Princess Diaries. <gasps> oh, what a dream! What a dream! Too piccola. I'm too piccola. Too piccola. And then she she stops sucking her thumb and she oh spread my wings. I cry every time during that scene. Don't bring it up. Oh, okay, so I have goosebumps right now. Can you see them? Because of that scene. Wait, I realized I wrote... So after she says pouty boy, I wrote under that, I said, I need a full five minutes to recover from that line. I was about to pause the you movie. You paused the movie, took a break, got some chips. Um, 
Then we have Camp Star performing the song Fire. Okay, but Bye. can we before can we just pause it real quick and fucking talk about this man's thin ass sunglasses that he wears at nighttime only? Are you speaking about Axel Turner? Axel Turner's mm-hmm. nasty ass nighttime sunglasses. Sure. Are you okay? Like it's a bug bite. Like blind mouse. He looks like a blind mouse. <gasps> the nurse He's from Shrek. Oh my god! Yes, like one of the three blind mice from Shrek, but like he got turned into a human too. I also want to no. take a second to acknowledge how bad this kid is who sings Bringing You the Fire because I can't sit through I cannot sit through that musical scene. I don't I don't like it. I wrote I wrote too much leather in autotune. Has he done anything since then? No, that that killed him. I'm just wondering like think- why they I feel like when they aired commercials they made it seem like it was such a big deal that he was in this, but I'm like no one knows who you are. And he's barely in it. Yeah. Well, and in the comments reviews, there were people that were like, "Why did they make him such an unlikable character? He's so good." But what? I don't know. To who? Yeah. He can't even dance. I know, man. This is his only thing. Yeah, he's really only done Camp Rock. Camp Rock too. Wow. Uh, I think I wrote. I wrote thing. This person never made it big because I hate him in a super stupid leather jacket so much. Mm-hmm. And his fedora. His many fedoras in this movie. The yellow one offended me the most. Oh, Remember when everyone wo- wore, like, colored plaid because they thought it was cool? Like, look at my blue plaid shirt. Look at my yellow plaid shirt that dress. That was a very, like, eighth grade, yeah. I had a bunch of, like, flannels. Not plaid dresses. It wasn't even flannel. It was just plaid. Oh, I had plaid flannels. Anyways, um... I have a plaid shirt. Plaid is fine, just Paisley just kind of throws me off. What's Paisley? Paisley? That's like the, like, a bandana when it has, like, all the water drop looking. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. They look like little Um, creatures. Sorry, we can get back. No, wait, wait, wait. Wait, let's stay on this. (laughs) Let's stay on this, because this is now fashion photo review. Um, Did anyone at your school ever wear those, like, jeans with the white trimming and they were like bedazzled and it had the fucking whatever you just called it bandana fucking patterns on it miss me jeans because we had those all what miss me jeans i don't know so many like not to call out a certain religion but a lot of the mormon kids at my school always wore like these like Blue jeans with white trimming that had like slight bedazzles. What do you on mean them. white trimming? I don't understand. That. It, you know how like on our pant on our shorts right now, how like there's like the seam. Oh, this part. Okay. They would have like it would be like white like seam like they would put just like extra white on there, mm-hmm. like extra white thread to like make it defined or some shit. Interesting. And they would always be bedazzled, and on the butt it would have that like on the butt pockets it had the weird patterns that you talked about, Lisa. Then they would oh. probably miss me jeans. Shout I'm thinking sponsored. like jeweled, oh, jeweled, jeweled butt like, pocket. Okay, we can move on. Anyways, um, I always oh, wanted a bedazzler because this is where all our merch is going to be bedazzled. Bedazzled t-shirts. It's just a, it's on the corner of it, like a pocket. Um, but this is where uh, so what's the girl's name? Dana and Hathaway look alike is. Playing the keys up there while everyone else is doing the hard work and dancing. Oh my god. And her bracelet somehow just flies across like 10 yards. Yes. 10 football yards. 10 football fields. I'm so disappointed in that entire scene. Everything about their like love interest relationship was so awful. It was weirdly forced. 
I wrote this later, but I was like, did Nick Jonas go to the writers or producers or whatever and ask for like a love interest or did they write it and he was like do you remember okay. romeo and juliet let's do that but worse oh i thought you were just asking if no i, I just saw that I you wrote like, it and so i was like that's what he went where, to where is this romeo oh because i wrote <laughs> that's later all right i'll say it later but because what am i thinking of because sometimes on shows men will be awful and there's there was a guy on lost who was like i want my character to have a love interest and so they like put him with one of the female characters and it was like ew why though because they're masculinity they need to show that they need to show that they can get some <laughs> Nick well, had nothing we'll talk- in this movie so he like he needed it was like a last minute thing i think they realized oh shoot we forgot about nick jonas he's pretty cool we should make him do something maybe he like didn't agree to be in it until like the very last minute he was like fine i'll do it and then they were like great now we have to write Right in. Now we have to give story. you something. I don't know. I don't mind it too much. Clearly, Lisa does not like it. I don't mind it too much just because we do get a little more of each. Nothing. What? Nothing happened between that, anyways. Like nothing came out of it. Hey, well, that maybe where in the eye. Maybe so something. Maybe next summer. Pink eye. Maybe they're gonna email now. They're the new AOL instant. Well, no, it would have been better if like their romance somehow like made Axel Turner not be a bitch. You know what? I was going to say that, that that should have maybe, like, had him change up, like, how to change Or, like, at the end, she shows up to, like, Camp Rock and be like, hey, I'm ditching my fucking father. Because she does show up, but she never says, I'm going to join. Like, what was the point of the whole thing anyways? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Am I trapped? I remember thinking, like, the first time I watched this, I think I watched this in high school, and I remember thinking, like, like, I remember being very struck with the... Uh, the forbidden love between them. And I think that might have been, like, the only positive thing about it. Like, I was stressed out. I remember thinking, oh, crap. What's gonna happen with this two group? Uh, the two the dad's gonna up. lock her away and he has to save her from the dungeon. Yeah. yeah. Like, it feels like you think it's gonna go where you said, where maybe, like, the dad will be more involved with it, but they just kind of threw it away. Like, she just keeps saying, like, all don't that- worry. And then yeah. he's like, okay, I have to... Our show. All the love interest did was really be like, Nick, you have to, like, emote. You have to show some feeling. And then also, like, we're gonna have you, like, sit on top of this, like, raised, uh, like, levitated piano over the lake while you fucking stalk her with your binoculars. Piano. Piano. Like a pianist. Um, what oh, was the point of that? We'll why was that, why was that yes. piano suspended over the lake? So, the bracelet hits him in the face, and then they... <laughs> I'm sorry, um, I'm still like so yes, it hits him in the face. Um Axel uh oh and then Axel after the performance he's like, Hey, if any counselors wanna move to here, we'll pay you guys double and if any kids that are at Camp Rock wanna come over, you're more than welcome. And <laughs> Brown is like, We need to go back. It's like He like stands up and yells at the kids like Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's like they like need to go on their boats like Again, Vietnam, he's like, we need to go now. We're under attack. They're getting Vietnam flashbacks. Um, And then, let's see, Dana and Nate talk. And he's like, you were amazing up there. I was like, she played the keyboard in the back? That's exactly what I said. How was she amazing? You couldn't even hear her part. I know, I didn't hear any keys. Uh, We find out that she's Alex's, Alex's, Axel's daughter. Um, And then this is where I said, did Nick Jonas ask for this or did he get forced to do it. That anyway. bracelet scratched his cornea real good. 
Um, then right off the bat, Luke, who sang uh, the fire song from Camp Star, he's an asshole. I said Luke is an asshole to my pre- my precious my precious <laughs> my precious Mitchie. Get out! Oh yeah, because she's like trying to get all the kids on the boat, and then she walks into Rockers, like the music boat. room. <laughs> Rockers boat now. Um, but she's like, she's in awe of the, all the shit that they have. She's like, wow, this is amazing. And then he walks in and is like, you can be this way too. His voice is so low. So low. And then, and then Tess comes in and says that she's switching to Camp Star. Um, and Mitchie's like, okay, you guys will work well together because you're both pieces of shit. Um. Oh, the, I literally wrote, rest, rest. <laughs> Tess is the worst again. Cool. Uh, then Brown sits. Can you insert the clip of Tess singing that song clip? Oh, yes, yes. Right. Yes, let's oh, we're just right, like, right here. Do the fire. I'm giving you the fire. So impressive. But she, like, along with it. It is so She's bad. Like, fire. And it's so awful. Oh. And she goes, You were so good. And he's like, I know. Yep. But he never says she was good. And then, um, then I he- wanted to. And then Demi's like, I gotta go. Demi gets the hell out of that situation. (laughs) Um, Then the next, uh, when they get back, Brown says that they lost few campers, but enough staff that they have to close down the camp. Wow. This movie's gonna end after half an hour. Perfect. I wish it did. Uh, And then, oh, (laughs) Lisa's face. (laughs) Uh, And then this is where Mitchie tries to get the troops together and she sings We Can't Back Down. Which has the most dramatic dancing in the history of cinema. Why were the why were all of them having like this weird like bipolar episode where they're like, We can do it. No, we can't. We can do it. Lisa, do you want to say something? Go for it. That Tell me song I'm wrong. No no no. One, I, I I'm not recalling exactly what you mean. Because I think Demi just forced everyone into doing what she wanted because like who would say no to her? There's but that part when that one guy is that part when that one guy's trying to walk away and she pushes him back. Yeah. She brings him back over. Well, no, because Allison Stoner's character is just like, Kelly? Caitlin. Yeah, she's o- Caitlin. She's over here, like, voguing. And, like... Oh, yeah. Uh, like, because she's like, we can't back down. And then she's like, you know what? We're, you're right. We can't back down. And then, like, a second later, she's on the table like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, what's going on? It's also the weirdest song because it starts out with just talking. Where she just, she just, they're talking, and all of a sudden she goes, we can't, we can't, and she starts doing, like, this choreographed hand motion, and then they all join in, what and if, then it gets musical. What if it's just, like, Russian sleeper agents, but it's with hand motions, like, that's how they get everyone to dance, like, she just fucking hypnotized all of them. I, then, I, most, I hate the dance moves so much. The best one is when they do we the- We can't back to- When they do yeah, this. Yeah, like the what? milking the cow, but like with like aggressive hand pounding. And their faces are so serious when they do it. Right now, you should be filming this because we cannot explain this dance move at all. It's, People will understand what we mean. I don't even, like imagine it's like in a minor part of the song too. It's not even in the chorus. It's just like that just happens. This it's between the musical breaks. <laughs> yeah. Think about like the best way yeah. I can explain it. It's like think about someone playing whack a mole, but like they're just. They hold the hammer upside down, and they're like their elbows are fully out, and they're like trying to hit it, oh! or like a toddler hitting its like little desk for like more He's applesauce. Himself, everyone, um, I hate it. Yeah, I've never been a fan of this song. 
I think it's fine. Like, I can listen to it. The only... When I rewatch the movie, the only songs I skip are the Camp Star ones. I'll watch everything else. But I do have my favorites that are, like, on my iPod, which we'll get to. You Um, have favorites? It's basically everything but this. Uh, What we came here for. Fire. Yeah, the Camp Star ones. I think everything else I have on my iPod. Wow. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. You don't have the last song of theirs what song the uh uh the one that camp rocks what we came here for you don't have that the i the, don't the campfire one no that's this is our song what we came here for i don't love that one so i don't have it on my ipod and i don't listen to it but like i won't skip it in the movie i have thoughts about what we came here for so we will get to that okay sorry yeah me too um, get into it Let's see. Then I said Disney should sell the the counselor hats that they give them. <gasps> Why wasn't that a I thing? Want them. I want them. They could have made a lot of money on those, but whatever. Also, yeah. Wait. Why didn't he just think of making the older kids the counselors? He could have been like, "Does anybody well, want to, like?" He just gives up so easily, which makes when, me mad. Here's a question: When everyone returns from the first movie, so now Mitchie, Margaret, whatever, whoever the hell. Are they all there to be counselors? No, they're all there to be fucking just campers. Okay, they all so, hate to be campers. That's why okay, I don't so think all of, them. Okay, so all of the staff that went to Camp Star was like older people. Were like 20 yeah. year olds or something. Okay, shit. we just never saw them. Got it. We saw one staff member who left and it was the guy who was chasing after kids and I said, I understand. I would feel it. Yeah, so I don't blame him leaving. Um, so yeah, the staff well, is going to... St- and that one guy in the crowd when uh, Axel was like, I'll pay you double. He goes, I'll go. That's, that's him. Um, oh, really? That's, that's the same guy. That's me. <laughs> that was me. I, um, yeah, I thought. Uh, so, yeah, they're all going to step up and be counselors and teach some classes. Um, I don't know why I wrote this. I just said Nick Jonas is a good comedic actor. I don't know what line it was referring to, but. He just has that like nice rebuttal witty banter. I think he him. does a good job. Um uh, and then I said Jason, which is Kevin Jonas's character. I said Jason with the kids is me at my job. That's if you guys want to know what I do. That's what I do at my job. I wrote is fight that. Kids. I wrote that. Yell down. at all the children. You wrote that. That's Sarah. I said that's Sarah, and then I also put. I feel like this is also how I felt when I started my RA job. Like somebody just pushed me into it, and I was Kevin, just being like, "This sucks. I don't want to know. I don't want to do it." <laughs> um. This sucks. And then we have, like, a montage of everyone, like, kind of in over their heads because they're like, I don't know where my dance class okay, is. Okay, these I idiots. This is. How the fuck do they not know where the dance studio is? Like, Kelly, Kendra? Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> Allison Stoner. Kendra. All you do is dance. Like, how the fuck did you go to the wrong room? They how are they going to the wrong room? They've been before. I don't know. There was some scheduling They've been there at least for a day. They would have figured it out. And also, Demi, Mitchie, whatever the hell. Mitchie is the one who's, like, scheduling everything. She's kind of in charge of it. She just kind of put herself in charge. She's in charge of it. It's all going well until a little later in a minute. Um, What the hell is the dude doing? Who, Brown? Yeah, what's his his fucking job if he's just letting them handle it? He does nothing. (laughs) He probably just walks around everywhere. Um... Also, I want to mention, in the um, montage, there's little shots that are, like, references to album art. Um, album for, art? Or for album covers of, like, rock bands. Oh. There's only two that I noticed. There might be more. But there's two that I always noticed. You know when there's, like, the 
I think it's in the dance room where it's like the red and white striped wall and then Nick Jonas slides in and he has like the hat in his pocket. He's wearing like jeans or whatever and there's a hat in his pocket. In Is back. that for? And it's a, dun, 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 it's a close up on, dun, dun, dun. His, on his ass. Never. And it's, okay. That shot is, um, get out of here, Jimmy. Close up. Um, that shot is the album cover for Bruce Springsteen. I think it's, is it Born to Run? Born in the USA? Whichever. Yeah. What, both. Both of them. Um, but so it's that album cover. And then there's another shot where the girl holds the like steel looking, I don't know what those guitars are called. They're all like metal, steel looking. Oh, like the little like banjo y. I know which ones you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Where she holds it up and it's like shot from like a, an up angle and you see the sky. And that is the album cover, um, Dire Straits. I think it's Brothers in Arms. But I remember when I first saw How this. How the movie, fuck do you know all this? I just know those, I have those like, on my iTunes, I've like seen those album covers. Oh, okay. And I just want to say, if that was Paul Hohen trying to bring in some classic rock to Camp Rock, I'm here for it. I liked those editions. Paul Hohen has visions, everyone. He has a oh, vision. I will talk about execute. some of the camera work in here later. Ooh, Dutch angles. Okay, um, we have Nate stalking Dana with some binoculars. Creepy. I called him a crepe. Uh, and we have Mitchie. Mitchie, so she's starting to have scheduling issues. Can you hear that? What is that? The devil is here. Is that someone driving by? Yeah, I think that someone just has, like, their bass turned way the hell up. I don't get that. Let me talk about that real quick. If anybody ever drives with their fucking bass on blast in their car, that's disgusting. Have you ever heard a song with just bass going on? You're like, where are the lyrics? Where's the melody line? Okay, so then, um, what was I going to say? This is related to Kim Rock. so she's having scheduling issues, and her mom's like, what the hell, dude? You need to help me in the kitchen. And she makes um, Shane do it, which is good. Because Shane's been doing nothing. She also low-key hates Shane. So she's like, why don't you come in here and show me that you know how to do labor? I feel like Shane only went to this camp to see Mitchie and be with Mitchie. He says that. Fucking help your uncle. What a piece of shit are you that you're just like, I'm here to just want to be with you. I'm like, there was a a point where he ended up saying like, why am I bringing my brother here if she's not going to spend time with me? Yes. That is what what he said. You brought your brothers there? Yeah, like they didn't want to come. It's obvious. Did you not see Nick's face when he's like, I'm here. But now he met a girl. He met Anne Hathaway. Oh, sorry. He met a girl. Well, and then, oh, I also wrote, can we talk about Joe Jonas's necklaces? Or his necklace? In the I, wrote movie? That he wears a, I wrote that down, too. I wrote that down, too. A black necklace for half the movie. And a it's, black necklace? And it's like, why did you do this? What was a this beaded, choice? Like a thick beaded necklace. It was a choice. Just like a rosary, but like just like thick beads. And I respect it, basically. It was like a big rosary. You don't I don't respect know. that. You don't respect that. I all. respect what he was going for, but he doesn't pull it off. I don't like it when people wear giant rosaries. <laughs> rosaries. I was he's so clumsy in this movie. Like, the last movie, he was not clumsy, but all of a sudden, he became like this clutch. Doofus. When yeah. was he clumsy? Like, what part? He fell out. Like, well, he said, oh. I make look cool and then he fell out of the truck and then he's been like falling and saying stupid things and because he's in love and love makes you do silly things <laughs> ew never talking that way <laughs> um more of nate stalking uh dana he like finishes his drum class then literally runs fucking sprints out of that room sprints puts on a life vest grabs some binoculars gets in a canoe to go stalk the girl um that's creepy and then 
he he's like, what is that? The shore of the lake? No, he gets like tipped over because I know, they're doing then, waterboarding. And then he brings the canoe over and then she walks up and's like, hi. Hi, do you like canoes? I wrote your name on my wrist. Yeah. Which is the weirdest thing. A permanent marker. How weird is that? <laughs> what? And he's like, oh no, that's so cute. He's Not like, at he all creepy. No one's ever done that for me before. No one's ever done that before. Right? He said, no one's ever written yeah. my name on their wrist before. Something like, like you would You're know. You're not supposed to do that either. Also, like, if anyone did that, I'd be like, get out of my life. You can walk away. I said, she accidentally wrote his name on her wrist. Is this sixth grade? I was going to write junior high, but I said that's too old, so I said sixth grade. And then I said- No, junior high seems right. That's, well, like, crazy. That's, whatever. It, my point was, she seemed a little immature about this relationship, whatever. And then when the dad <laughs> comes- I'm joking. The one that she's trying to make. Um, when the dad comes over and like uh, Nate has to hide, and it's like this whole like star-crossed lovers that's some thing. Pirates of the Caribbean that's, shit. That's when I said Romeo and Juliet. Who? Oh, that's when it was. Um, so okay, so that was our first clue at like Nate doesn't know how to talk to this girl, and she doesn't know how to talk to him either. So get into it. Yeah, we need to get into... We'll come up later on it, but, like, her anger and whether or not she's too angry or not angry enough and all that. I have some issues with this whole thing. Okay, first we have Mitchie practically body-slamming Shane to the ground. What was that? I said give him the chair. I was all for that. Um, And then this is... I think this is where Shane says... uh, you're being pushy. That they showed that they showed up to for Mitchie basically. He's because he's like, I want to spend as much time with you as I can, and she's like, I'm too busy. Why don't you invite her out on the road? Why don't you hang out with her outside of summer? Why are you trying to make this summer flame just like your one fantasy and then not see her? Realistically, they don't stay together. Realistically, didn't they date and not stay together? That's Stop. They dated during this movie. Keep <laughs> the magic alive. I'm just saying. I just think Mitchie deserves the world, and Shane is a piece of trash. That's all I'm saying. He's just a fucking paper bag blowing in the wind. Uh, then we have the log butt scene. Which, that's a strong booty and legs if he can walk around with a log on his ass. Well, I just wrote that they shouldn't be running around a fire. We're talking about Kevin Jonas, by the way. Oh, no, he's, a, he's prone to accidents. Uh, and we have... Tess, Luke, and Axel hidden in the bushes, even though Luke is wearing a bright neon yellow fedora. <laughs> and they're, like, <laughs> looking with binoculars. They're watching the, the kids, like the campers, catch their fireflies and play and have fun. And Tess is like, I remember fun. Basically. And then Axel makes some weird Lord of the Flies joke. Yeah, what was that? He's like, it's like a bunch of Lord of the Flies over there or something. That was weird. No one's, e- no one's eating each other. Everyone was just having fun. It's Lord of the Flies about cannibalism? It was about all these kids trying to survive on an island together, all these boys. And that, But I feel like he was just trying to make a Fireflies pun, but it oh, didn't make any sense. I thought Lord of the Flies was the one where the guy turns into a fly. No, that's... That's um, Metamorphosis? No. The Metamorphosis. Yes. No, it's it's the one with um, what's his face, and he gets trapped in the machine. You, I know what you're talking about. Like he gets replaced with like a fly head. Oh, I'm talking about the one where he becomes like a cockroach. That's what oh. I'm thinking. Where they like his fingernails fall off, and like 
I didn't what? read it. The, me- the Metamorphosis tells the story of, of salesman Gregor Samsa, who wakes one morning to find himself inexplicably transformed into a huge insect and subsequently trying, struggling to adjust to his new condition. No, I think she's talking about the fucking, um, who's the guy from Jurassic Park, the cool one? Laura Dern? <laughs> Not Laura Dern, she's cool. But... I was talking about Metamorphosis, because that, that movie gave me nightmares. That's but... a book! So Wait, click- was it also a movie? I just know yeah. it from the book. No, I never read it. Or no, it is so bad. You should you should watch that. Um, but clearly, I, I didn't understand the joke that he was making because I thought that's what he was referring to. Either way, it doesn't land. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And it, why is it in a Disney movie? It makes no sense. Um, you figure out who the hell you're talking about. I will. Meanwhile, um, and then we okay. So then, um. I think it's, like, Margaret and Ella and all of them are, like, I wish we could just show Camp Star how much... Get fucking wrecked. The fly. Okay, but that's not what we were all talking about. Were you not talking about the fly? Is that what I'm talking about? With Jeff Goldblum? One, I'm talking about the one where the guy's fingernail off. I don't... Maybe? (laughs) Okay. There might not be a movie of the metamorphosis. Hold on, I'm... I'll look and see what I remember. It's from I like the 90s. Yes, it. yes, yes. It's from The Fly. Okay. I just Googled The well, Fly I fingernail was, scene. Well, I, uh, as you know, I'm a big reader. I'm a big uh, literature head. And while you two were talking about cinema, <laughs> I was talking about the classic novella, The Metamorphosis. What is that? Oh, I thought you still had the bug on your screen. No. So gross. But okay. it's from the fly, right? Sarah, look at... I mean, just... Look. I am not looking at No! <laughs> I'm not looking. Ah! Look at ah, it! It's so scary! Take it away! No! Look at it! <laughs> stop! <laughs> Please stop! Look at all these screams! It's so gross! It's gone, it's gone. You're good, oh, you're good. Okay, so everyone wants to show how great they are compared to Camp Star. So they're like, Demi's like, okay, let's show them. So then we have Stomp the Yards. Oh my god, where they're like, Camp Rock! Camp Camp Rock! Rock. And they say, we challenge you to a Shaolin showdown. (laughs) The final jam, here we go. And then they perform It's On, which is a hell of a musical Which also reminds me from the commercials because they splice the... It's on song over with the, the summer commercials. With the, no, but with the the dance sequence from the first song. Oh, yes. really? It was the I first remember, song dance sequence with it's on playing. I remember that the summer that this movie came out, or I guess it came out in the fall, whatever. Um, but the Disney Channel's whole like Disney Channel's summer thing right now is they keep calling it Disney Channel Go. Go it, outside. No, they're like, go back to the decom. Here's the rest of the movie. Oh. Um, but I remember that summer, their whole slogan was like, it's on because of this movie. Hmm. Interesting. So, Donkey you. Kong. But it's on is a hell of a musical number. There's some great, like, great choreo. There's some great long takes where they go from, like, shout out to Paul Hohen and the cinematographer who, like, they go from this dancer and they go up to the next row and next row and it's all one take. Or when... They, they're on Luke and the guys, and then that guy does a flip over the wall, and then it's Alice and Stoner, and mm-hmm. then they go back to Baron and Jariah. Jariah? Sander. 
Now, what you, was that? You know who didn't do a good job was Tess, the entire, the oh. entire song. A hundred percent. I watched her especially this morning. Not good. Terrible. How did she One get, might say how did she the get, worst. How was she? Uh, like a, oh, I don't get that. What are you saying? In the, in the movie? And, yeah, she can't sing, she can't dance, she can't act. She is no... Um, it was probably just for her acting, because she doesn't have to be a good singer, because she's... You're supposed to not like her anyways. Yeah, that's true. Because I assume... Yeah. What are you doing? I have to do something for work right now. Oh, are you drawing a football field? Yeah. I also, okay. There, I also feel like Demi... I wish we could look this up, but I feel like Demi did not like Tess in real life. Like, I don't know her... I don't know Tess's character name, but they're one-on-one. You cannot act that well. Like, Demi's a great actress, but there's gotta be some real feelings coming out. Maybe, but we'll talk about this. Spoiler alert, we're gonna do a bonus episode where we talk about, um... Here We Go Again, Demi Lovato's second album. And in one of those music videos for the songs, she's in it. No way! She's in it. Uh, wait, let me see. I wrote, it, I wrote it down. Let's see. Which music video? Oh, in the music video for Remember December by Demi Lovato, it has um, the girl who plays Tess, the girl who plays Ella, and even the girl who plays Dana, Anne Hathaway, from this movie. All those, they're like in a limo together. They're like going out. That is strange. They're all in there, so we'll talk about that soon. Okay. That's um, crazy. Oh, anyways. All right, so it's on... Um, we have boys in hats drumming off. If you notice, both of the drummers are wearing, Nick is wearing a fedora and the other guy's wearing a bowler hat. Just interesting to me. Um, Axel Turner is like, okay, let's turn this into a real competition. We're going to air it on TV. And everyone's like, that'd be so cool. And Mitchie's like, um, no, let's not do that. Why is she freaked out about television all of a sudden? Because it is, like, if you think about it, it is on TV, and, like, what if some shit goes down and no one goes to Camp Rock next year? That's her fucking fault. It's not her fault, it's Axel's fault, and it's everyone's fault. Okay, so this is where we get into teams. This is the team section of the podcast. Because, <laughs> to me... I think, like, her intentions were good, and then Axel answered up, and then she was like, I don't know, but everyone was like, no, this'll be the best, we gotta get on TV, and then she was like, okay, if you say so. I mean, I think they all just want exposure. Yeah. But I'm saying... It just read really weird when she was like, oh no, TV, like, if she were scared of, like, cameras. I just think she knew, because of, like, Brown's relationship to Axel, I think she knew that he might try some shady shit. And that she's scared that they might, like, have their reputation ruined and, like, Camp Rock would be done forever for sure. I think that was her worry. Lisa, would you like to uh, give your take? I agree. I'm still a little bitter that, like, what's-his-name Brown was so mad at at Mitchie, like, it was all her freaking fault for signing up. He made her cry. We'll get to that. Yeah, sorry. I I was pissed, too. No, you're fine. I just, yeah, but I, I don't want to talk about it. I'm still a little bitter about that. Um, and then they decide they're going to perform a song that Mitchie wrote. She's like, I wrote it a long time ago, but here, we'll rewrite it. We'll rework it. Um, it's a duet. It's a duet. And then this is where Brown is pissed about the competition. And he's like yelling in his office to the mom. And she's like, she didn't mean to. And then Mitchie overhears it. And she's like crying because he's like, they're going to make us look like a joke. And she's like, what have I done? Well, I don't think she even thinks that. I think it's just fucking Brown over here 
over-dramatic-ing. Sure. Like, just being himself as an over-dramatic ass and just being like, they're going to ruin us, they're going to ruin me. And I'm like, maybe if you actually helped instead of just, like, sat there on your ass. Yeah, he's not... None of this would have... No, none of... I feel like most of the drama comes from him in this movie, and he doesn't do anything to help. Yeah, he was a pretty shitty character this entire time, actually. If anything, he makes everything worse. I didn't even think about how... Men often do. They often do. Men often do fuck everything up. Uh, Then I wrote, "Uh uh-oh, girl got a megaphone. Because this is when Mitchie says, there's no time for fun. We need to practice, practice, practice. What's that from? From my head. Oh, beautiful. Um, And then I wrote, Mitchie is the only person doing her group project. That's what this felt like. Um, when you're or, the only person doing a school project. Are you sure? Because it felt like Mitchie ordering everyone else to do the school project while she kind of was just like freaking out about it, but she actually didn't participate one bit. She's doing the school she project didn't... that she forced everyone else to participate in. Like, That's it. I mean, yes. It's her project idea, but she doesn't want to do the work. She wants everyone to I know, manufacture it. I know. I know. I'm not saying that she's perfect here. Mitchie was not in the wrong. I'm just saying they're in the stuck right. in a situation and she knows that for what they like... To not look like, like, make themselves look ridiculous on TV, they need to work hard. And so she doesn't want to take any chances of, like, she's like, okay, you can have fun now, but then we won't come back because you guys weren't practicing enough. So. That sounds like like a huge threat, though. Like, you guys can, fine, you can have fun, but, like, don't expect to come back. I mean, I'm putting words in her mouth. That was, that's what I would say. That's my way of getting people to do things. I feel like that is saying. I think she worked really hard. I'm just upset. I get at it, the though. First- I, I get why everyone's upset with her. And I'm sure if one of you did this to me, I would be like, you okay? Y'all, you need to chill. Like, I, we don't like, I don't know what we would be doing that we would. If we were all going to be on TV for a singing competition and we were all goofing off and I really wanted us to do really great. Just know that I would want us all to step it up a little bit. To work it real to good. To get our three-part harmonies down pat for our acapella group. <laughs> How dare you get on my harmony? Um. Anyways, um. so Shane is mad that she has no time for him. Um. That's really this whole, like, ten minutes is like, you don't have enough time for me. And then Mitchie's still yelling at everyone. Um. Oh, wait, there's a line. I'll put a clip in. There's a line. It's kind of what I said about, like, guilting them into, like, you're not going to be here next year. Because she says something like, did you hear the story about the kids that lost their jobs? Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> the kids at the summer camp that had so much fun and then they lost their jobs. That was passive aggressive and there's I hated like it. That. It's hilarious. You have to tell her. Oh, oh, is it the one about the group of kids that didn't take their job seriously and then the camp shut down? Yeah, I think I've heard it. Um, I loved it because I would do the same thing if I was in a situation. Because that's a fun way to get your point across sometimes. I mean, I get it. Okay, we can move on. Um, halfway through the movie and Joe is still wearing that necklace. Uh, the Junior Rockers and Connect 3 um, decide to lighten the mood with the water fight. Oh my god, when they did this I was like, oh no, the electronics! Because they're fucking throwing water, and that stage has microphones, cables, speakers, some fucking lights. I'm like, someone's going to die on this fucking water fight because of your ass. That water fight would have pissed me off so much if I was Mitchie. And I think she forgave too easily because, 
Like, oh, I thought so too. Okay, now you all are on Mitchie's side. Yeah, okay, I can't well, with you two. Okay, I only hated Mitchie when she was calling Demi. Mi- bitchy Mitchie was the worst. Wow, so original. <laughs> I hated her just because she was being like passive aggressive. I would have been like, guys, if we want to do good, we have to push ourselves. But also, like, let them have a break. I think she yeah. just like walked in when they were like chilling, and I'm like. They if they've been rehearsing for five hours, and I would have been like, okay, cool, let's chill for a bit. I also just don't like surprise things. If someone threw a water balloon at me, and I'm like, my phone's in my pocket, you're gonna get cut. Everyone's phone's was in their pocket. They had sheet music out, like everyone was actually working, and all of a sudden they all get pelted with water. I'm like, that sheet music is fucked. And then and then Joe has the balls to immediately after come into the room that Mitchie is like practicing or she's and be like so are we gonna go on our date no, now not even that he says your sheet music is soggy he calls he up her say that soggy i'm he's like, like that was your fault he's like wow you should fix this also she oh. put soggy sheet music on top of a piano rude to the piano and then she asks if he's gonna help clearly he's not going to help he's already caused a bunch of problems He's not doing anything. I he's, know. I know. He's the guy she, that's like, I'm just trying to make everything super relaxed and have fun. And I think that was just being her, her being passive aggressive again. Like, you gonna help? Where she's like, This is me telling you that you haven't been helping. She thought it last chance to help. See, I would have done the passive aggressive thing towards Joe, but not the rest of the people that literally have been rehearsing for so long. Who are you calling? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on a second. Are you calling Demi? I'm gonna try to. Wait, what the hell? Oh, I disconnected it. What was that? Do you guys remember? What happened? What the fuck was that? Do you guys remember Say Now? Say Now. It wasn't a song. It was like a phone number thing where like... Like, Demi and Selena had it. Like, all these people had where you could call their... Like, a number and leave a voicemail for them. Yeah. I was calling Demi's old Say Now number from 2012. It's disconnected, everyone. <laughs> but it's fine. I was like, it. you looked up Twitter I, and just started dialing. Because I found this tweet from 2012 where she said, hey, you guys want my phone number? Call me. Answer, it's, her, it's her Say Now number. Oh my But God. I did also just retweet a tweet from her from, what year was it? 2010. Basically. Let's see. She has this other, from t- 2009, she tweeted, hey, I'll be answering my Say Now number at 3 p.m., Pacific Standard Time, call me. So I retweeted her and said you didn't call me back. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, so we can't get her on the line, but I'm sure she would defend Michi's character. Um, okay, so is this the big fight scene? Because Shane wants to go on a picnic, and then they start fighting. And now it's the greatest duet in, in the history of oh, cinema. are you kidding me? Movie musicals. Oh, okay, because I was like, um, this... Grill is not a grill. It's just a greasy spoon. In movie musicals. Okay, I was like, do not fuck with that SpongeBob musical moment that he had with Mr. Crab where they became uh, sentient cloud people. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, no, yeah, so let's talk about Wouldn't Change a Thing, this duet. I remember when I first saw this movie, I was blown away by this song. I was like, this is great. This is a great one. Is everyone on their phones or uh, just you I'm two tweeting. and not me? I have to answer these work texts. Um, it happens. Wait, let her know that her saying. I have to answer. I'm being asked by the writer of our show music about shit. Um, wait, Lisa, what are your thoughts on um, wouldn't change a thing, the scene and the song, everything? 
I could use. I could do without it. Wow. Honestly, same. Whoa! I was just like, y'all are bitching and complaining, but you're not going to talk to each other? Guys, okay, cool. this is an iconic duet. I sing both parts in my car all the time. One time I, I didn't it. hear a fire engine coming behind me because I was singing it so loud in my car. That's dangerous. I, I think it's I a great song. I think it's a great song, but I still... I don't... Wouldn't change a thing. They're in a, in the middle of a fight, but yet they wouldn't change a thing. I don't. I know. I'm not saying it's healthy at all, but I'm saying it's such a good performance. <laughs> if and anything, a good it duet. just shows what a toxic relationship looks like. And they still sing it like they've sung it on stage before. If you look yeah. up videos, they still sing it where she starts singing really? it, and then Joe comes out, and the crowd goes wild, and they're like, "I can't believe this is going on." <laughs> Jesus, guys. Hi, Real hot in here without the, the AC. Anyways, well, I love this scene. I do agree that it is like, you guys both need to, I mean, it's, I don't really, again, I don't blame her for this. I think it's Joe being shitty. He needs to I think she's in the right being mad at Joe. He needs to be a little more uh, selfless, you know? Yeah. I just hated the fact that, like, his whole motive, motivation to, like, be at this camp and, like, help at all is just, I want to be with Mitchie. Yeah. But you know what? After that duet, I feel like, the only person who bended in the relationship ended up being Mitchie. Like, she she was the first person to be like, alright, like, let's go kayaking. And then they had that really cute montage of them hanging out, having fun. Oh, and, yeah, where you're, and, you're my favorite song plays. Yes. And then, finally, Joe is like, oh, hey, I wrote this song and we got everybody to work on it and it'll be great. So he, like, He finally, didn't even write it. Right. It was her song and he's like, it it was he didn't do anything because it was her duet and then a little later they're like okay you guys should just sing it instead and then they're like okay yeah but isn't that isn't that always the case like not to men generalize at men but men are very stubborn please and so, generalize so it's not wrong the women right, no. in the relationship tend to be the ones to be like fine I'll like apologize first or I'll do the first step anyways. Um, Where are we in the movie, by the way? We are about to be at... Um, I, like, blinked out for, like, a solid ten minutes. What is this? Right. Okay, we're right after the duet that they sang. Because now it's morning, and Shane woke everyone up early to work hard. And I said, a.k.a. Mitchie was right, you jags. I was just... You jags? I don't know. You McJaggers? You McJaggers. Which McJaggers mentioned in the next song, the great segue one. <gasps> Thank you. Because this is where the Jonas Brothers, uh, or Connect 3, whatever, sing Heart and Soul, which has Not that Heart and Soul. I almost expected that. Uh, just a rock version. Yeah, of, just a rock version wow. of Heart and Soul. No, uh, it has a bunch of references to... You know, Mick Jagger, classic rock groups. Uh, I said put Kevin's fedora in the Smithsonian. Felt like that needed to be said. Huh? Did you say that? Do I like that song? Yeah. You know, when I first saw the movie, I did not like it. But now I do enjoy it. I do think it's very like, okay, we get it. It's all like Mick Jagger, like naming all these names. It's not like great. But... Relative to Camp Rock, I think it's good. Okay. There are some, like, Camp Rock songs. Like, I feel like This Is Me could be, like, played on the radio and it's still a good song. But, like, Heart and Soul is only good within the context of this movie. 
Yeah. That's how I feel. Yeah. Same with, like, introducing me. Like, if you just play that on the radio, it's like, why is this boy singing about quesadillas? But if you play it within the context of Camp Rock, then it's like, okay, great. Okay, well, I like that song all the time, so. Introducing me? No, me too, but I mean, like, an outsider, someone who hasn't, you know, been blessed with the Camp Rock movies would be like, what is this song? Um, Okay, so then Dana, reminder that the Anne Hathaway lookalike, comes to see Nate, uh, and she gets mad that he doesn't talk about himself. I want to get your opinions on this, on her anger in this situation. I would love to talk about that because I don't know if Juan is paying attention. Not really. There's Well, I know I'm that sorry. he Go definitely on. isn't. Okay. So opinions on Dana and how mad she is about Nate not talking about himself a lot. Do we think it's like Dana's understandable? In okay, I want to hear everyone's Dana's opinion. in the wrong in my eyes. Okay. Lisa? Can you elaborate? Oh, are we just taking turns? Okay. I think Okay, one, she's crazy. <laughs> or at least a little delusional. One, she wrote his fucking name on her wrist. Well, Nate also used binoculars to look at her. Oh, I'm not saying either of them are in the right set of mind. I'm not saying this is a perfect relationship. I'm not saying anybody's great right now. Um, but, um, I'm sorry. Um, so, I don't like the fact that she's like, you're not communicating, you're not this, you're not that, blah, 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 blah. And, like, she hasn't really told him anything either, except for, like, this is my dad. He doesn't like you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she expects a lot out of him, but she's, like, not, you know? All we really learned that she was that she said she played soccer as a kid and she wants to be a dancer. That's it. Yes. And she's mad that, like, he's not pouring his whole heart out to her. Which I'm like, they also haven't spent time together. She's like, I can't believe that you haven't told me all this shit about you. I'm like, you guys have spoken in person maybe twice. Lisa, and for like two seconds. You're making a face. What's your take on this? I just think that I, I think I see a little bit of both sides. I understand where Dana's coming from because why is this dude staring at her through the binoculars and like like he must like her a lot, so why is he not going for anything? Like he's just like he's only interested in what she looks like and like he doesn't say anything. And and like how is she gonna know if she likes him back if he's not gonna like open up and tell her about him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like Juan was saying, when the hell would they be able to talk? Exactly. Yeah. each other. That's like, that's my biggest point. It's like they're both complaining or both kind of like not knowing what to do, but you also don't put the effort into like, doing something they only about it. See, they, it's like the equivalent of like they only see each other during like passing periods at school. Like it's like that little amount of time. Yeah. If they like sat down for a while and actually hung out, which they can't because of her dad and everyone, then then they probably would talk and it'd be fine. Um, but I do, like, I understand, uh, Nate's confusion because I myself, uh, am not always talking about myself. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, I, I feel like that way of like, what? I was just listening to you, well, but I also get her side of like... You can ask questions, though. Like, no, yeah, nobody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't ever want somebody to be like, let me just tell you all the things about me that nobody knows. Like, let me give you a list of everything that nobody knows. Like, she should ask him stuff. I don't understand. That's, you don't just yeah. go on a monologue and talk about yourself for 15 minutes. It's not what happened. I just, I, I think when we sum it all up, Neither of them know what, what they're doing. <laughs> Neither of them know how to be in, like, a functional relationship or how to even start one because they don't... 
None of them have like how this works. Yeah, none of them have been like in a solid relationship, and they're both in like in their. I'm assuming this is their first one. Is in like a weird state of being, just like fucking. Where it's just the summer. Just like Reggie and what's her what's his name? S- 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 Shane and Reggie. <laughs> Who's Reggie? The girl from Rocket Power. <laughs> Did you mean Mitchie? Mitchie. Okay, yeah. Just like Mitchie and Shane. All their relationships are based off of, like, weird summer shit, and none of them have actually spent quality time together. They didn't know they were gonna be in this little romance. Like, they didn't know that they'd be... Can we also point out that, like, because they are summer relationships, they could just be, like, lying about who they are in general. Like, it's really easy to go to a summer camp. Her name might not be Mitchie. We don't know. Like, it's easy to just show up at a summer camp, say, this is my name, I'm Peggy, I'm Margaret, whatever, and then, I mean, Mitchie kind of tried to do that with, my mom works for Hot Tunes TV and all that, so, like, Dana, I don't know who you are. Her dad might not even be that guy. We don't know. (laughs) She might have killed her dad and hired that man, and he's an actor. That's why he wears the sunglasses all the time. (sighs) Undercover. (gasps) Undercover killer. Okay. Okay. Um. Anyways, moving on. Uh, Mitchie and Shane. Yeah, they have their canoe time and their picnic, and everything's great for them. Um. And then Nate is still having trouble with Dana, and then his brothers say, "You should write a song." All right. So (laughs) they're all looking out a window, and I think it's worth mentioning the horse. This looks like Beauty and the Beast or something. The horse picture that's on the other side of the window is like that's that i think that is my favorite scene in the entire movie just looking at all of them and then this horse mm-hmm. i think it's wow it's a good shot um but so neat neat nate sneaks over uh to camp star and he has two minutes to tell dana some stuff about him so he does it in a song where he tells her a bunch of random stuff which i don't understand if that's what she wanted because I feel like she wanted some deeper stuff and not, like, I like cheese. Yeah, but she did seem happy, so I'm like, did you just lower your expectations? Because he showed up with a guitar. Um, but yeah, so he sings Introducing Me um, for two minutes. And I then, loved it. And then, then the I finally get why it speeds up. Yes. Because she's like, I gotta go. Yeah, so Juan, has, Juan knows, like, the whole song, but he's never seen I never movie. knew the context of it, what the fuck yeah. was going on. Yeah. So I'm like, ooh, that- how quirky, it just speeds up. No. Uh, and then, uh, Joe Jonas. Nick Jonas has performed this still, like, on tour. He d- he did, um, I think it was probably, like, the last Jonas Brothers tour where he would perform it and they'd put a timer up and he would have to do it in, Within two, two, minutes. in two minutes or, or under. And so or it's it- free. Or the concert's <laughs> or free. Or the concert's free. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and then Dana gets in trouble with her dad because, obviously, she needed to be... I don't know. She plays keyboard. What did she didn't need to learn any choreography? I don't know why she needed to be over there. Um, nope. I also want to point out that how to dance to the, the piano. A lot of shoulder moves. A lot of shoulder. Well, shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. Gonna show what we got. Those aren't the words. I don't care. But I love that remix. Thank um, you. I do want to point out that Nick Jonas showing up with the guitar and singing about himself. With like a little quirky song is very different, uh, and I just think it's it it's important to different differentiate that and um, any boys who are listening and want to show up 
somewhere and surprise oh. a girl and sing her a song at about your fucking themselves. family's Thanksgiving dinner and you're like I love you Jane outside of the fucking house like <laughs> I, love you. I hope you love me too like this is a song friends. for you yeah like, like I wanted it's like it's like how in 80s movies things look really romantic and really nice but then it's like it's because it's John Cusack or this character or Heath Ledger or whatever and like don't do that you and your in your normal not celebrity Heath Ledger state, you can't pull that off. So if you're not Nick Jonas and you can't write great ass rhymes like I like cheese but only on pizza please. God damn it. Don't show up to just don't and then don't expect that I just Don't fucking like, flash bob me in the fucking center of Tempe Marketplace being like, I love you, will you marry me? I'm like, I don't even fucking know you. Anyways, just a PSA. I just wanted to make that clear. Thank you. Uh, I didn't welcome. want any any boys to get uh, the wrong impression. The that wrong impression that they suddenly have the the charm and the charisma of Nick Jonas and can go apologize to a girl with a guitar. That's not no how one, it works. No one has and everyone hates the guy with the guitar. So don't be him. The guy that with the guitar that walks around without a case. We one, all you had don't, that kid at high school. You, one, my, you don't even give a fuck about your sc- instrument. At my school, his name was Chris Crawford. So shout out that kid was. Always, he always had his guitar every day at lunch in the amphitheater. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Moving and the only on. girl that would care would be his already girlfriend that's like, wow, you're so talented. Did you, were you there? Were you in the amphitheater? No, but every school has that's that exactly one guy who's already dating someone but like decides to yeah. play for everybody. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways, um, then we have the scary stories with Kevin and the Junior Rockers. And all so things. Kevin has to sleep in that cabin with those little little twerps. That was weird. Strange. I thought the I always thought the counselors slept some, like with each other, not like. No, <laughs> they just sleep together. No one, no one thought that when you I sleep. did, and I just wanted to make it clear for myself. <laughs> um, yeah, I did think that was weird, especially because he looks the oldest. So I'm like, yeah, a little interesting. You're- it would at least make sense that he's like he chills with them before they go to bed because he can do like the lights out stuff, and then he fucking dips. Yeah, but then they all dip because they go and spy on Camp Star and find out that it's. Can uh, I have a foliage hat? A nice fur hat. Those hats looked great. That was a great shot in the movie too, where they pop up. I was like, thank you, costuming. That was surprising. Ugh. Um. Let's see. So, yeah, we find out that Tess and Luke um, are really the stars of the show for Camp Rock or Camp Star. Um, that's their main competition. I said one blessing of this movie is that we get way less Tess than the first movie. True. That should have been the tagline on the poster. Less Tess. Less Tess. Camp Rock. Less Tess. More Nick Jonas. Camp Rock 2. Less Tess. Less Tess. Um, less Tess. More Nick. So, uh, Mitchie and Shane are, decide that they're going to do a duet for the final jam because everyone is like, yeah, do that instead. Fuck those little junior kids that wanted to be a part of the show. That worked really hard. Um, and then Bonus Jonas is like, I just wanted to perform. And then Mitchie's like, give me that video camera. And then she's like, you gave me an idea. And then, <laughs> you told me to make it look like we're having fun. Yep. Um... And then we get to the competition. Oh my god, wait, I'm sorry. Backtracking. I hate, this is also why I hate Mitchie. Because when, hated Mitchie when she was on her rampage. Her rage. Mm-hmm. Um, her rip rolling. Um, but when, uh, uh, what's his name? Kevin. When Kevin comes up with his bundle of kids 
And they're like, we thought of a really cool idea. She's like, yeah, 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 I bet it'd be great. And then she walks away. I'm like, that's fucking rude. I know. I just, I've been there. And I just feel bad for Mitchie. We've all been there. We've all been that person, Juan. We've all been planning the program and no one's helping. We've all been the program planner. (laughs) Planner. When someone is just trying to be nice to you, they're like, oh, I, I brought you this thing, and it has nothing to do with what you're doing, and you're like, we can't do that right now. I have three, like, people, oh, I- three people in my head <laughs> thinking about right now. Name them out loud. Oh, let's no. go to Chipotle. I'll pay for you. I can't fucking go there, Lucas. I'm joking. I just, <laughs> I'm joking. Call him out. I'm joking. I just wanted to call someone out. No, Sarah, I can't watch Camp Rock 2 again. I have to work on things. <laughs> I never... Meanwhile, I'm over here like, yeah, sure, and, and then if, I'll cry later. And that if night. I ever did, then you did it anyways, <laughs> and we watched it anyways. Yeah. Um, okay, so the camp wars are on TV. I said, who would watch this realistically? Like, they're they're a bunch of nobodies on TV, right? I guess I don't understand how like a TV show can just pop up and be like. The final jam! Right? Everybody vote. It really can't. Like, what? Who's paying for the ad space? What network is this on? It's on Hits TV. Made up shit. <laughs> Who is this woman? She this biased deal, apparently. media woman. Do you think it would have been like their equivalent of like MTV? Wait, no, I thought in the first one, didn't they say that What's-His-Face owned like a television company? Or did it... Hot Tunes TV China? Oh shit, that's what it was. <laughs> Um, no, but it just makes me think of, Lisa, like, don't! It makes me think of some, like, reality show. It, do you remember when they had that, like, Grease reality show where it was like, you're the one that I want? No. Where it was like, someone would be the winner and, like, go on to be in the musical on Broadway or something? It was a reality show competition. So, like, what, Last, Glee, the next Glee? It's like, it's like that. Like, why would I watch the Glee project? Like, I know celebrities cameoed, but, like... Why would I watch that if I don't know these people? And, and like, just, I don't really care. Just fucking put them on the show. And it's just for one night. It's not like The Voice or something where you're, like, following their journey. It's just, like, these kids for one night, and now you have to vote based on this one night. Yeah. On who's best. Dumb. Just weirded me out. Also off bit. of one performance. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I said the media is biased. Well, uh, then... He literally <laughs> bought the votes. Uh, Camp Star performs Tear It Down. Uh, uh. Also, when they were rehearsing, where were the wigs at the actual performance? Remember they had those weird, like, platinum blonde bobs when they went to go, like, spy on oh. them, and then all of a sudden they didn't have the platinum bob blondes? They decided, no go on the bobs. Wow. No um, bobs. We see the Camp Rock kids being nice to Tess, even though, like, she's still being rude to them. Uh, Axel, we find out Axel spent all of his, he spent a ton of money on marketing for Camp Star to win, so it's basically rigged. Uh, then Camp Rock performs What We Came Here For, and they're going for that whole- That's some classic-ass, glee-ass, coming from the stands-ass, just fucking, highway run! Don't tell me not to live, just coming out Oh, yeah, just fucking sprinting down the aisle. Yeah, it's Shane and Mitchie starting out in the crowd, their whole- theme is like family fun having fun at camp <laughs> family fun Kevin getting his birdhouse there's beach balls everywhere everyone gets a chance to shine on the stage mm-hmm. that's their whole thing and ball. guess what yes it doesn't work they're fucking you would have learned from the first fucking movie that if any time Mitch and Shane decide to sing they're gonna fucking lose 
They should have put Penny Proud up there, whatever her name was. Margaret. Margaret Thatcher. Peggy. Oh, Um, shit. Yeah, uh, and, like, everyone has their moment. The brass section gets a moment. The junior rockers have their moment. I thought it was going to be, like, this big, like, everyone singing and harmonizing and some big, like, kind of, like, big band moment, but it was kind of messy. That's the thing is, I think this song, um, for me, I think it, like, because it is, like, the final jam, it's, like, the buildup was too much, and then lyrically I think it's weak, and then I'm just, like... It's kind of just repetitive. I wanted more of, like, a show. A spectacle. I, I thought I was going to be like... Lisa, I know you have it. Ha, have you? Did you ever watch... Uh, uh, fucking, what's it called? Pitch Perfect 2? I've only seen the first one. Uh, um, I, if I have, I have no idea what it's about. Okay. Well, there's this, the ending scene where the Bellas win. Um... <gasps> Plot twist! This movie isn't fucking seven years old. Um, when they win, like, they do this big reveal where they have, like, all the old Bellas, like, the graduated ones come out. Yeah. And I thought it was gonna be like that, where they're like, it's just both of them singing, and then, like, suddenly more people start to join in, and then it just gets, like, bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you know those mo- those movie moments where it just, like, gets, like, to the point where you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But it never got to that. Oh my god! Um, it was just messy. Wait, what are your thoughts on it, Lisa? I did not like it the first time I watched it, that last song, or the final jam song, but mm-hmm. if you just, if you turned on Disney Channel and you caught the ending of a movie, and this was the song that was playing, it feels good, it feels right, it feels like a closing number. Um, it does, if you didn't I, have I that build up during the movie. I know it's not the last song, I feel like it didn't, it didn't feel right when you watch the whole movie and then you see that song but if that's mm-hmm. like the song that you the only one yeah. you see like all right i do agree that it does a good job of like it's not it doesn't make you think this is the best performance they've ever done yeah like maybe maybe she should have just sung brand new day and done her character her choreography but it does make you feel like oh like it, it makes it more painful when they lose yeah, no, that I also like the reveal of them losing where it doesn't get, like, named. You just see their facial expressions drop, that and you're like, really ooh, good. that fucking sucks. Was that you, Paul Hohen? Because that was good. Because it's, it's, it's such a mimic of real life when you're, like, you don't even listen to it. You yeah. kind of just are like, oh, fuck. I no. mean, I've never lost anything in my life before, but I would imagine that it is like that. Me, personally, can... I'm a winner, but I've seen losers next to me have that yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> I'm what they call a winner. Winners so win and losers lose and alcoholics, they just booze. And, but yeah, like, so I, I just thought, I think that song does a good job of uh, making it that much more painful when they lose. Yeah. And then the slow-mo is great. And even Tess is bummed for them a little bit. Although she doesn't do a great job of showing it. She's not great yeah. face acting. Uh, yeah. Um, and then back at Camp Rock, uh, they're all like hanging out at the campfire. And then there's a whole conversation where Joe's like, it's all for nothing. And then Mitchie's like, every song can't be a hit. Um, and then they kiss, which in my good Christian decom, we get a kiss. Uh, I really Every wrote, so often. I, I wrote Shane and Mitchie kiss. Gross. Fun fact, that was the first kiss for... Um, Either of them. For for their, them as a... A people, a person. 
Like their first actual Joe kiss. Joe Jonas and um, Demi Lovato. Wouldn't that suck? Like having your first kiss be like... I would imagine, yeah. Like, hey, we're first... forcing you to kiss this person. That was my huh? first kiss ever. Yeah. Like ma- them as a couple, that was their first kiss. That no, was... like both as a... individual human beings, that was their first kiss. No, I mean together. Like that was the first time Joe Jonas and Demi Lovato had ever kissed. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like for as a person they've never kissed no, another. I don't person know before. about that. Fucking Joe Jonas dated everyone. He probably kissed AJ Machaka before he kissed. Ew. <laughs> but like, uh, that was their first kiss, which is interesting. Oh, I thought it was like, like oh. their their first human kiss hey, that was ever kiss. to anyone. They kissed whales. They kissed bunnies. <laughs> they were the first humans. <laughs> that was a good kiss. I think they did a really good job. Wow. Well, shout out to them. Their romance was uncanny. Their chemistry was that was the kiss. After the competition or, like, at the bonfire? It was after. It was it was after. So, they lose. Then uh, Joe, what, what's his name? Shane and Mitchie talk. And they're like, oh, we lost. And then they kiss. And then they walk over to the bonfire and they start singing the final song. Okay, but, like, let me say this. I hate when people use intimacy to heal other people's, like, <laughs> sadness. That's bullshit. They're healing their own sadness, Juan. No, but I hate when they're, like... I'm gonna kiss you and make it better, or like. Hey, I was recently watching. River, River. I think Mitchie just wanted to shut him up because she was tired of him talking. Okay, that would have made sense. She's like, shut the fuck up. I was. And us as a uh, uh, audience. What is it? Audience. We were all waiting as a people for like two years. Okay, because they. Yeah, it's that old. It's that old joke of you gotta wait till the sequel for the kiss. Yeah. This High School Musical. Probably other ones that I can't think of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, then they sing This Is Our Song, It's a Good Old Time, Their Love and Life. And then a bunch of the Camp Star kids come over and they're like, I want to have fun here. And Tess is like, I'm going to come back to Camp Rock next year. And Dana's like, I didn't say anything about coming back, but I want to stay here tonight. <laughs> um, and even, yeah, the phones are off the hook. Like no way, said. Tess literally said she wants to come back. Yeah, but Dana, Dana doesn't say Who she's the fuck is Dana? The daughter of Axel. He does, she's just a fucking bear. Okay. He's not even saying words anymore, guys. We should wrap it up. Um, <laughs> but that's the end of the movie. And then everything was happily ever, ever after for the camp. Who knows? Maybe the next year they became bankrupt again. Um, but for now, it's the end. And that's where they left us in the Camp Rock saga. And then we get the credits where they're doing the... Camp Rock counselors, little bloopers. That was pretty cute. To show them that they're real people. So, yeah. That's the movie, guys. Good job, everyone. We did it. Good job, guys. We got through it. All right, let's talk about IMDb reviews. Can I get the song? Hit it. All right. I'll do the, you know with, and then you'll do the voice. Okay, go. Okay. You know with. IMDb. Yeah, you know me. You know with. IMDb. Yeah, you know me. You know with. I am DB. Yeah, you know me. You know what? I am DB. Every last homie. Okay, Lisa, what do you uh, have for us today? Oh, I hate you. <laughs> Look at her. She did that just so she could do that. No, I... You think I didn't see that? I'm not you think I didn't see this coming? No. I love the publicity. Paparazzi. So, I had a hard time choosing the uh, reviews time because... I don't believe in any negative reviews for any Camp Rock 
uh, movie. Of course, of course. But I know that that's what makes like this kind of fun is to make fun of people and their stupidity. So I did find one two out of ten star and one eight okay. out of ten star. So we have like a pretty okay, good. Okay. All right. I'm gonna start with the positive one. Sure, whichever. No, I'll start with this one. Oh, uh, no, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. What are you doing? I want to start with this one because I think that... Okay, all right, here we go. It's called... Oh, my God. The ending, the ending seemed very mean, is what it's called. <laughs> this Warning. was written by a loser. Easy. The reason I chose this is because it was written by a 10-year-old, this man's 10-year-old daughter, who asked the dad to log in, and she wanted to express her opinion very badly. Wait, what year was this written in? This was written in 2010. Then we can make fun of her, because she's older. By loser, I just meant it's someone who has lost before. No, she's a loser. It was a sore loser. So, this 10-year-old is now 18, out there in the world, and I hope that she feels better about this movie, but this is what she thought eight years ago. Get into it. Here's her review. I think parents should read this so they will know how disappointed their kids might be. Kids have waited all summer to watch this movie. We were looking forward to watching it. This is a Disney film, and in these kinds of movies, the heroes always win. The ending is not fair. Not what we expected from a G-rated Disney film. I feel like I was lied to by the commercials all summer. The last part... Of the ending is confusing. It seemed like there might be another movie, but that doesn't seem possible because of the rules of the competition. Five out of 12 people found this helpful. Interesting. Thanks. <laughs> My favorite thing. This is a Disney movie. Everyone, it's a happy ending. Yeah. Not, they, they technically got one. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I mean. They got publicity. Yeah, they got all the campers over there. You can't win them all, We've guys. all seen Glee. You can't. They lost fucking every time except for maybe once. You can't win them all. And I so I chose from two two pretty different audiences, um, their reviews. A child yes. and a... And, and a straight-up third... Um, this is the... Hell yeah, my fave. Star. Their title is It's All About the Music, and this was also in 2010. They said, having children has turned me into a bubblegum pop. Has, I'm sorry. Having children has turned me on. a monster. <laughs> <laughs> into a bubblegum monster, man. <laughs> having children has turned me on to bubblegum pop. That makes more sense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> sorry, <God. laughs> Okay. And it doesn't get much tastier than Camp Rock 2. Oh my god. The songs are catchy, but there's real emotion behind the writing and execution, more than there needed to be, and certainly more than the airheaded high school musical films. When Demi Lovato sings Can't Back Down, there's a certain gravity and toughness to the performance, and the song rocks like a boxing training montage. What the fuck? That one does. I could... Like Rocky, who I could, I, I could, kick, beat I could bo- fucking kick, kick beat ass meat in a freezer. <laughs> now I okay. agree with her next statement. She says the background, or he, I'm not sure, 
The background dancers' moves are somewhere between martial arts and sign language and are executed with chilling precision. Word. Would you agree with that? I agree incredibly. In contrast, it's on bounces with youthful energy, although I admit to being puzzled when putting the captions on and they said, let me see you bob. Let me see how you bob, and that will haunt me for months to come. The camp star numbers are all Vegas and Cirque Blitz, and newcomer M. Finley owns the stage like an R&B Bono. The bittersweet... This, I have not... A phrase I never wanted to hear. <laughs> My R&B Bono. Jesus Christ. The bittersweet, Ugh. this is our song, sung as the campers gather around the fire and uncertain of the fate of a place they've grown to love, turns defeat into victory by the sheer joy of singing in union, of harmonizing with people you've bonded with. Do I take this stuff too seriously? Undoubtedly, I do. But put that down to the genius of the songwriters and the likable performers Disney has under their wing. Well done. I don't think the song says, see how we bob. That's what the closed caption said. But uh, oh, shit. Be right. I always thought it was... Who wins? Closed captions or real lyrics? Well, it's not coming up on Genius, and I only trust Genius. Oh, me too. Um, I always thought it was... This episode is sponsored by Genius Lyrics. I think lyrics. they say Vibe? I thought it was like... It's Show Me What You Got. Ready to Rock. I don't know. Play the song. No, it's gonna take too long. Okay. Um... Well, anyways, oh wait, uh, we can, we have some tweets we can read. Emily. Emily. Emily at Emily Ashland. She live tweets the movies with us every week, and she was very excited that we were talking about Camp Rock Two this week. So let's hear what she had to say. Okay, first she said. Uh, she forgot how much of a ditz Kevin is in this movie. Kevin? Really in both oh. these movies. Kevin. We didn't even talk about their hair change. Yeah. <laughs> that they're not, they don't have straight hair anymore. Oh my god, is that what threw me off? I was like, what's it, wrong with it, their hair this time? Joe's like bowl cut curly hair is It's like my hair. <laughs> it's in- but his is like full around bowl. Oh, true, true, true. This is very interesting. I think the only person's hair that I actually really liked was, like, Kevin's. I think maybe because he just owns that he's, like, 30 and has sideburns. Yeah. Um, 30-year-old with sideburns. Uh, she said, yikes, Demi really can't lip-sync in, the- lip-sync in this. I didn't notice anything too bad. Not anything too bad. But that's just me. Um, I don't... You, you can all Sarah. jump in if you need to. Uh, I can watch Allison Stoner dance without. I can't watch Allison Stoner dance without thinking of her in the Missy Elliott video. She's so amazing. <gasps> Reach legendary queen. Uh, what is the point of having chickens at a music camp? That whole thing was interesting. I want to know. Uh, I want like a little short film about them getting to the camp, meeting that man in the truck. I want. Yeah, what the was he the from the Cowbells Farm? Was he that guy's dad from Cowbells? Where the fuck would Cowbells... This was filmed in Canada, which is where Cowbells was filmed. Whoa. They film on the same sets. Um, Set cop here. Let's see. I would let Nick Jonas keep my bracelet any day. Well, hopefully you don't throw it at his cornea, because it looked like it hurt. 
Um, this mid-2000s fashion has got me feeling all sorts of feelings. Um, Tess's outfits especially. She wore plaid. Ugh. Is that what you're talking about? She, yeah. She had a lot of plaid. Uh, there are definitely some 28-year-old... That's where I mentioned the Tessa's, like, yellow plaid dress. Yeah, there are definitely some 28-year-old dancers sprinkled in amongst these teens. Oh, 100%. There's one from Camp Rock who literally looks like he's, like, I've seen him around. <laughs> like, you've seen, you've seen him here in Arizona? Like, he is a full-on 35-year-old man. Uh, best shot in the movie, a close-up of Nick Jonas's butt in some tight-ass Sun jeans while he's putting up a sign. The Sun jeans! I love the mention of Sun. <laughs> Shout out to PacSun, who are also probably going to shut down soon. Oh, no. Unless they do a reality show competition against, um, what's the other? Aeropostle. <laughs> Tilly's. Yeah, I don't know. Um, oh, and then right after that, she said, wait, was that pedophilic? Because he was like 15. Never mind. I want to say, I know Demi was 15 in the first movie. I feel like Joe would be older than her. We're talking about Nick, though. Oh, Nick? I think he's the same age or older. He was probably 17, 18 when they filmed. Um, no one has ever written my name on their hand before. Perfect pickup line. Ew, Emily. I'm appalled at the amount of, amount of binocular use in this film. Great same. Tweet. Agree. Why, does Why is binoculars in the first place? They're at a camp. He brought they birdwatch. At a music camp, was, they birdwatch. He was lifeguarding. Oh, or that, they let lifeguard. Uh, why is Camp Rock doing that weird-ass Cadet Kelly dance into Camp Star? I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> why does Mitchie get to make all the decisions for the camp, like deciding if they're allowed to go on TV? That's obnoxious to me. Okay, so she stands with you guys. <laughs> That's fine. Um, if any of you were on my team, uh, let me know. Haha, ha, I love that they put Kevin with the junior rockers since the, uh, he has the IQ of a child. Uh, no lies detected. Joe needs to figure out how to sing without a constipated look on his face. That's true. He looks like he's, like, in pain every time he hits a note. Interesting. I just always watch Demi instead, because she's really good at it. I watch the background. Um, they need to take Kevin's damn fedora off his head and toss it into the campfire. Uh, Tess is such a gangly, awkward dancer. There it is! Yes, thank you, Emily! Jeez! We Who all is? Tess. She's really not good. Oh, she was consistently off every time. They were, every time we saw her, it was in a wide shot. Every, yeah, every time there was a group dance number, they always kind of hit her, but also, like, you would see her, like, move a split second, like, after, and you're like, you can't feel rhythm. You didn't show up to rehearsal, you're did you? Uh, that slow-mo part where they show Joe and Nick hugging their girls after the lo- after they lost, and then Kevin being all alone was the highlight of the movie. Oh, no. He had... The Junior Rockers. He had his little gang. His little biker gang. Um, well, thank you, Emily, for letting us know thank you, out your thoughts on the movie. Um, what would we all rate this movie out of five stars and give, you know, a couple reasons? Compare it to the first Camp Rock as well. I don't remember Likes, what I gave dislikes. the first Camp Rock. I don't think we rated the first Camp Rock, but just um, talk about if it was better. Lisa, or what are your thoughts? Let me hear from you first. That's hard. Because surprisingly, we're on the same page more than you thought. <laughs> I think the more that I watch this movie, the less and less I'm liking it. Uh, I'm feeling that too. And that kind of hurts me because I thought, remember, like, I feel like a while back, Sarah, you and I talked about this and we liked the second one more than the first one. I remember oh. you guys saying that when we reviewed the first one, you were, yeah, like, we were I like, I love the second one more. I'm I, like, okay. Yeah. But now I don't I do. really know about that because, like, like, I don't want to watch Dana's Dana at all ever again. Like, I don't want to see... <laughs> 
Dana's Dana. I don't want to see Mitchie turn into a brat. But I also, from the first one, I don't want to see Mitchie lie to all of her friends. So I think yeah. if you're to ask... It was a defensive lie. If you're to ask me right the now best to rate it out of five stars, I'd probably give it a four, three and a half. Okay. Three and a half, four. Okay. I don't want to say three and a half because that's really low. Like, even a four is 80%. You know, like, I don't think it needs to have any- What about- What? What about the first one? What do you think- Like, I know we didn't watch it right now, but looking back, what do you think you would give it in comparison? Alright, I'll give- I want- I want the first one to be a four, and the second one to be, like, a 3.7. Okay. I see it. I'm like, <laughs> sorry. Oh no, I just got the hiccups. What the fuck? Okay. Um, for me, I think I would probably. I agree with you that when I watched it again, hold on, I'm getting there. I was I, like, I, you better not default from that. <laughs> I did write it down, but I do agree that I am liking it less and less, which is weird. But I can still listen to the songs and think they're great. Maybe it's just like that's true. The music is a hundred percent why I like it. Maybe it's just getting to. Like, having to, like, watch the scenes in between the songs is kind of, like, every time it gets a little more, like, let's move on. I want to talk about quesadillas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and then the, and the first movie didn't really, I think I have, like, three songs from the first movie on my iPod. And it's just the ones that Demi sings and the Jonas Brothers one. But I'm not listening to t- Too Cool and oh, I honest, Two Stars. I'm not even going to say anything, but, like. Hasta la vista. I don't remember any of the songs from the first movie. Exactly. But, and but, I recall more of these ones more. Well, you just watched it. No, but, like, also, oh, like, remembering them. Like, the I remember, past. like, show me, show me, show me, show yeah. me, show me, show me, Like, uh, I remember that more. Yeah. And then, so I think this one had, I mean, obviously better choreography, because the first one had, like, hardly any. Better music overall. But just still, the way they implemented couple, it was a little weird. Still a couple clunkers. Um, no, I mean, I liked it. I was fine with, like, going a musical direction instead of just, like, a music movie. But, um, and then I... I get that it's weird that suddenly, like, Nick Jonas has, like, more of a storyline. I don't know. I like that we get, like, we branch out and get a little more... Of each of the brothers. characters. Yeah, like, Kevin has his thing with, like, bonding with the kids. Joe is still an asshole, but in a different way with a new haircut. And then Nick Jonas uh, (laughs) is with Canoe Girl. Um, So we get a little more of that. Would have loved some more Peggy and some more Caitlin, though. I think that's what this movie was lacking. And where was the mom for half of the movie? Cooking. Pounding out that fucking five pounds or ten pounds of beef patty. (laughs) So? uh, I don't know. But anyways, so I would probably give the first one a three. Um, And this one I would give, uh, like you said, like, not a 3.5, but not a four. So like a 3.8. So you would still rank this higher than the first for you? Yes. Okay. At this moment in time, yes. Okay. What about you? Okay. Um, I don't recall what I gave the first one. I don't think we had ratings at the time. Oh, did we? Did we not? No. Um, I feel like I just got... I don't know. There's definitely things that, like, I don't like from each of them, Uh personally. I don't like the way people react. Of course, it's Camp Rock. Yeah, it's Camp Rock drama. Drama Kaflami. You have to pick a team. Um, I don't like... Like, in the first one, I don't like how people treat Mitchie... Uh-huh. After the fact that she like yeah. gets outed, everyone that goes to this camp is shitty at one point or another. <laughs> yeah, no one's solid. No one's a good person overall, except for the mom. Except for honestly, to God, the mom is the best person ever. Um, and then in this one, I just don't like the whole like Nick's Nick's relationship is a little fucking forced. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, and I don't like how 
Danya, Tanya, Dana, Dana, um, is all creepy about it too and like uppity because uh-huh. I feel like that's kind of I, I feel like that puts a wrong like a wrong interpretation on like women in relationships where they're like they're the crazier ones they like fucking you know what I mean I tend to like move towards that like realm for some reason where it's like don't make her out to be the crazy girlfriend who's like or she was kind of villainized where it's like why is she freaking out yeah and then it took his brothers to say you need to fix this go sing a song to her yeah i mean they're both in the wrong which is not the best way to communicate and like i hated joe that's the entire movie i don't think i liked him once um that's that's actually what they put on every movie poster that he's in. Joe, you're not going to like him once. Yeah, that quote. Um, I don't know. I think I, I think overall I'd probably rate the first one a little bit higher. Wow. Just because I do remember, like, I do like how, like, at the end they were like, we shouldn't be a fucking dick to Mitchie. Like, she was like, she came in here and we were all, uh, like, we're all super fucking famous people apparently. And she's just trying to, like, fit in. Mm-hmm. But this one was more of, like, I don't know. I think it was just a lot of convoluted stuff. And nothing ever really got resolved between, like, the Camp Star situation and the Camp Rock situation and, like... I think it would There be, was a lot of loose ends. I think it could be a four-star, for me at least, if it did what you said where it was... Um, some of that Camp Star stuff was resolved and, like, her dad maybe was less of a villain in the end. Or, like, they exposed him for cheating or yeah, something. If, something if, knocked him down. Yeah, if he was punished in some sort of way. Because, it, I mean, okay, now I'm agreeing with that 10-year-old girl... Where she was like, they didn't really win, but they also didn't defeat the villain at all. He kind of got away with everything. Yeah. I mean, she's right. Wow. So, I don't know. I think overall, I'd give it like a 3.5. Like, it's not bad, but it's not that great. And honestly, as I was watching it, I was kind of like... Mm-hmm. The same, where it's like, I get, I like the songs, but all this like weird stuff in between, I can almost deal with yeah. that. Especially the, the Demi and Joe drama. That's what does suck about these newer ones where they're all, like, music-based, is, like, for something like Luck of the Irish, where there's, like, no songs, it's just, like, I feel like you enjoy the whole thing more, whereas these, it's, like, it feels like downtime between each song. Mm-hmm. And if if, they, if, if if the downtime isn't picking you up as much as the songs are, it's gonna feel really slow. It did feel kind it did feel slow to me. And it's only, like, an, it's a 90... Hour and a half. Yeah, it shouldn't feel that long. It's, like, an hour and 40 minutes, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, okay. Holy shit. Getting well, to that two-hour mark. That about wraps it up. We'll cut her down a little bit, but you know what? It's fine. The people came here to hear about Camp Rock 2, and... I feel like also half of it was, like, you guys it. wondering if any of anybody was listening at any one point during the whole thing. Um, well, Lisa, thank you for joining us on this episode. Always. Love seeing you. Love seeing your cat. Love seeing that banner. Uh, where can the people find you if they want to hear more of your Camp Rock opinions or if they want to hear if Demi Lovato tweets you back? Or they want to harass you oh. if they like, we don't agree with that girl. I think from, from here on out, I'm going to start just tweeting my random thoughts about Camp Rock when when they come to me. Because I think... A Camp, a Camp Rock fan account? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. Or Demi Lovato, just in general. And their relation, her relationship with Selena. We still we should have a podcast talking about that. and talk- Oh, yeah. Uh, well, can we just have an episode where we break down like these like the friendship timeline? and relationships? Yeah, awesome. because I think I would learn a lot from Sarah and also we'll, express my ups. We'll do that when we do the. Um, we have to do princess protection program still. Oh. So then that would be a good like bonus episode to do. I would that. love. I'm 
So excited. Breaking down the drama. Okay, well, where can oh. people hear your Camp Rock thoughts? At Lisa Love 137 on all social medias. Wow. Oh, wait. Universal add, me, add me on uh, LinkedIn, too, if anybody... I have the most wow. name. If anyone has connections to anything. If you want to uh, search a name that has 30,000 results, yeah. type in Lisa Johnson. And you'll I'm find- sure you'll find her within three weeks. Uh, you can follow us everywhere uh, at Planet Weird Pod. Um, other things. Quincy created our podcast artwork. Go follow her uh, at Creamsicle Panda on everything. God bless. Mm-hmm. Um, review us on iTunes. Uh, Google Play. Everywhere you're listening. Uh, YouTube. We, Send we us a nice little message on, on Facebook. Facebook, you can email us. Tell us, hey, everything. I hate you. Um, don't say that, I'll cry. Honestly, a lot of people have been finding the show for some reason. I don't know if it's summer, but like... Are we getting boosted somehow? We've gotten a lot of tweets that are like, I just found you guys. So, I don't know. Cool. If, Thanks. If you got nothing to do, if you have a friend that uh, has nothing to do this summer... Honestly, blast us in the spam, office. Spam this with them, at them. Uh... And then, yeah, and then, well, first of all, with Lisa, we're going to record a bonus episode reviewing Demi Lovato's second album her right after this, album. so look out for that. Uh, we already reviewed her first album, Don't Forget, if you missed that. Oh, That was we? many moons ago. Got it. Um, but next week, Juan and I will be back. We're going to talk about not a decom. Not a even mo- a movie. But a movie, I it is a movie. I watched it a lot as a kid. Uh, and I loved it very much, and it's called The Paper Brigade. Mm. Um, it has such familiar faces as Squints from the Sandlot, or Freddy Krueger from The Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, so, you know, <laughs> got a little bit of everything there. It's a good movie, wow. in my opinion. Nostalgic for me. I'm ready to get spooked. I think the full movie is on YouTube if you type in The Paper Brigade, or Gunther and The Paper Brigade. They go by both names. It's weird. Um, but we'll talk about that next week, so everyone go watch the movie and listen and send your thoughts. Okay? Perfect. Alright, well, we're gonna go talk about uh, the goddess herself, Demi Lovato. I'm really fucking humidified right now. Oh, yeah. We should turn the AC on for a, At least a, a 20 little minutes. bit. Alright, goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye.